The Ectoplasm Show is brought to you by North KC's Big Rip Brewing Company. Lighten up dark matter, have a craft beer. What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Ectoplasm Show. My name is Josh Hurd. Joining me this week, somebody uh, a little special. Somebody's voice that you haven't heard since, well, last week. But before that, it's been quite a fucking while. Uh, Myron is back here in the in the captain's seat. What is up, sir? You didn't really hear my voice last time. because You kind of did. It was horrible recording. It was just bad, wasn't it? <laughs> yeah, it was pretty bad. Over Skype? I was on the phone. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. On my phone, over Skype. Uh, in a truck. In a truck. Yep. <laughs> Driving 65 miles an hour, <laughs> 70 miles an hour. Oh, my God. President accounted for. So what the fuck's up, man? Well, I want to correct a couple things from the last episode. <laughs> <laughs> but they're, they're corrections that uh, I'm going to cor- gonna... correct myself. Okay, okay. <laughs> All right. Okay. All right. Well, First of all, I think you should say who isn't here. Yeah, so that's just it. Our buddy, our buddy Jason, was supposed to be joining. Was well, your us. buddy? I haven't met oh, him son yet. Son of so a bitch! I swear he hasn't had a chance to be my buddy. <laughs> he was. Uh, he was supposed to be here tonight. And number one, he says, "Oh, I probably can't make it because uh, I'm going to be working late." Then he says, um, "Now I'm working even later than once thought before. So now I'm pretty much not even going to be able to do the show." I'm like, son of a bitch. Like, we set all this up. You know what I'm saying? Mm. Son of a bitch. But we, I tell you this much, though. It's probably a good thing uh, because we probably couldn't even have done it on Skype anyway because m- my internet is completely screwed. Yeah. Completely screwed. Yeah. And you can attest to this. <laughs> so it probably wasn't going to happen with, with uh, Dr. Feelgood anyway. So. And I think you said something about because he's so unreliable, I'm going to take over his spot on the show, right? <laughs> I think right? it's just going to happen, right? <laughs> <laughs> so I know, like, Jason made a comment at the end of last week's episode saying that, you know, you were just going to probably swoop in and take his job. I, I, don't, I don't know, man. Like, it's kind of like a no-call, no-show well, type we'll, of thing, right? We'll, <laughs> we'll see by the end of the episode. <laughs> Hell yes. All right, so let's... Let's fucking dive into this. Well, hold on. Hold on. Oh, yeah. You got to correct some I shit. I got some corrections. Let's do this. Let's do this. Uh, well, Jason had asked me three questions. And, of course, when you're on the spot, you can't really think of everything. Yeah. Right? Yeah. I really wish Jason was here for this. Yeah. Because you're going to make fun of me now? No. Fuck. Okay. No, not at all. <laughs> no. Uh, I don't know if anybody... Have you ever seen The, the Adventures of Buckaroo Banzai? You asked me this before, and I have not. I still haven't. You still haven't. I know. I suck. I suck at this. Well, you do suck. <laughs> well, d- d- Jason asked me, dying. You know why? How? Why I would talk you into doing the the ectoplasm podcast in the first place? Right. I don't know if I've said this in a previous episode or not. So if I have, you know, well, forgive me. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> I beg your pardon. <laughs> but you. I think of you 
as a buckaroo bonsai. And for anybody who doesn't know who buckaroo bonsai is, Google it. Is this uh, the guy that was a school teacher? He was a he was a professor. Yeah, which is a school teacher. Sure. Yeah, and you were a school teacher. I was. Yeah. Now you don't race cars, but this guy no, he he I dr- could race cars. He drove. <laughs> he was a uh, he was a test pilot for uh, a car that could break the sound barrier. That's pretty badass, right? That's pretty badass. But skipping over that, putting that aside, uh, he was in a band and he was a singer oh. of a rock band. Fuck yeah! Now. And he did a bunch of other things. He's like a jack of all trades here. Exactly. Yeah. But he was like super awesome dude, right? So you... I get the correlation. You, you were a school teacher. <laughs> oh, okay. yeah. Yeah, I get that. I in a that. band. Yeah. But the thing is, is you taught in a small town crappy high school. He was True a that. professor at a college. Yeah. I could not do that. He was in a super famous rich band, and you're I, I in a crappy that. bar band. <laughs> you're in a fucking shitty cover band. <laughs> <laughs> But it, it, the correlation's there, I see, right? I and, see and he was like a pseudoscientist because he was trying to um, cross over into another dimension. Sure. Right? Yeah. Or open up a gateway into another dimension. Makes sense. Which is what you do all the time. All you the time. try to open up a door to the other dimension. Right. You are Buckaroo Banzai. Buckaroo Banzai. You're like, you're, if he is Kellogg's or or... Post raisin brand buckaroo bonsai. Yeah, you are Walmart brand I'm raisin bot- brand. I'm bottom shelf in the big bag. Bottom shelf, but big. same thing, right? <laughs> yeah, same thing. Same thing. Just, just a bigger the bag. generic version of it. Just a bigger bag, bigger bag. Yeah, but you have something up on him. He's fictional, and you're real. That's true. See, that's true. Based off of that, that's why I was like, hey, you need to do this podcasting because you're talented. You're talented enough to do it, and you have the voice for it. I don't have a radio voice. That's not true. That's not true. What's not true? The radio voice. Oh, come on, Oh, come the fuck on. (laughs) (laughs) Jason doesn't really have a radio voice, but you have the, you have the, you have this milky smooth, anybody who doesn't disagree can send a message. Send it to Myron. He will fucking... He will debate you on this. To the Ectoplasm Show, <laughs> telling Jason, or J- telling Josh, <laughs> see, I got you on my brain, Jason, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. telling Josh how buttery, milky, smooth <laughs> his voice is. Buttery. <laughs> it's all the Jack Daniels, that's what it is. Oh my Buttery, God. milky, smooth. That's right. All right, you ready oh. to, uh, you're, you're ready to make some flat earthers yeah. feel stupid? The thing is, like, I have yet to meet in person anybody who buys into this. Nobody buys into this. <laughs> Even the flat earthers themselves. Are no, they're full. doing. It's a joke. It's got to be a joke. It is a joke. It's got to be a joke, but it's not a joke. Like there are so many fucking people out there that are are buying into this. Well, here's the thing. On the last episode, when I called in, I said, "Okay, now I'm going to have to become a flat Earth expert." Yeah. Between then and now, I've I've made a decision. I'm not going to do that. Nice. I didn't study anything. Perfect. I'm just going to use my instantaneous de- reaction deduction yeah. skills Let's do that. to to try to debunk or argue these. So it's going to be like if I was just on the street. I'm going into a mall. 
I'm going to buy some pantyhose. And this guy comes up and says, hey, do you know the earth is flat? Right? Yeah. So the only thing I did is I pulled up a video, mm-hmm. which now Josh has the audio of, which is right. 21 questions Yeah. for flat earthers. Yeah, a stranger's guide to flat earth, 21 questions and answers, proving the earth is flat. Now, I doubt, <laughs> I doubt that they have anything in this in this right. audio that we're going to play tonight That's, that proves the earth is flat. I, I'm pretty positive in saying that we will have a rebuttal for every goddamn one of these things. Every one of them. I hope so. I hope and so, it, too. And if, we, <laughs> and if we don't, it doesn't matter, because here's the thing. Whatever argument, it, so they present an argument about the earth being flat. One One specific piece of information about the earth being flat. Yeah. And then you come up with a brilliant argument to debunk what they just said. Sure. It doesn't matter because then they will move to their imagination. Right. And spit whatever kind of crap <laughs> out back at you. Yeah, it's true. And you cannot, you cannot argue with fantasy. Right. You can't. It's right. impossible. I can keep making up information and calling it truth. And in a conversation without actual physical proof, you cannot debunk the other guy. And that is that what conspiracy theorists rely on. Right. I love conspiracy theory. Doesn't mean I believe in it. You know, but I do love it. If we have time at the end of the show, speaking of like conspiracy theory and all of this stuff, like I want to pick your brain about a couple other things too. So, uh, but I want to dive into this shit and I want to see. So, the first question here that is posed, it says, where's the edge? Can we do something before you do that? Do I know I keep stopping. No, you, you're I? fine, dude. I did look up the first person to come up with this bull crap. Okay. Now, yeah, oh, I, yeah. now, now I know that, there, that, that everybody on the planet used to believe the earth was flat. Yeah, of course. I'm talking about the first person after that. Okay. So the first person after that. After that. That came up with this. Okay. Flat Earth bullcrap that everybody so, that everybody is going with. So this is the antecedent of the problem. That right here. Okay. <laughs> exactly. This is exactly where it's coming from. The, then. Yeah, and I'm going to give this. Then we'll, I'm going to. And this is right off of Wikipedia. We're not doing anything special here. Right. It's not like I delved into the archives of the National, uh, you know, Government Library here. Yeah. You know. Went back into the Reagan Library and <laughs> pulled up a bunch of stuff. It's just Wikipedia. It's, it but, but here's the guy. Wilbur Glenn Voliva or Voliva. Ooh. Right? Yeah. If you want to pull that up, too, you can you can uh, have it on your screen because I have it on my screen. Wilbur oh, look Glenn. At He's a dapper-looking chap, isn't very he? Very dapper. Look at right? him. Yeah. yeah. All right. So he lived, he lived from 1870. <laughs> To 1942, so that's how recent this is. Okay, right, but yep. he, this guy's arguments Argu- are the arguments that are being regurgitated by. So they are the, the same. The current flat earthers. They are the same now in 2017, almost 2018, as they were back at the time of his death in 1942. The base of the argument is got it. Okay, because remember what I said a minute ago is that you have to come up with these imaginary fantasies to continue the argument because one thing will get debunked and then you come back with 
you know, like... Because think of how much has changed from the 40s to now. Mm-hmm. I mean, good God. So, yeah, you would have to be continuously skewing this argument in some way, shape, or form. Yeah, I think it was I think it was uh Voliva that that decided that the sun was 13 this is just the for instance. He yeah. decided that the sun was only 13 miles from the earth plane, right? Above the earth plane. 13, 13 miles. miles. Yeah. And and just the other day I heard another flat earther I don't know why he changed this or why he brought this up. I assume it was because somebody blew blew him out of the water on sure. the 13 miles yeah. thing. But but I've also heard them say, well, now the moon and the sun are just projections in the sky. And sometimes you can see clouds behind them. What the You F? can see clouds going moving behind the moon. That's bizarre. So now it's a projection. I don't, I don't That's know. fucking bizarre. So this guy, what was his name? His first name? Wilbur. Wilbur, Wilbur Glenn Fry. V-O-L-I-V-A. Voliva. That's cute. We'll just call him Volva for now. Why not? <laughs> <laughs> I like it. Uh, he was born on the farm in Indiana on March 10th, wow. 1870. And in 1889, he entered the Union Christian College. Okay. Well, there's your problem. <laughs> Listen to you. <laughs> There's your problem, Wilbur. Yeah, in Miriam, Indiana, <laughs> he graduated five years later. It took him five years to graduate. Yep. I wonder yep. why. And became a minister. I wonder why. <laughs> now, this is a minister, not a scientist. Right, right. In 1889, he was uh, drawn to the teachings of John Alexer Dowie and eventually joined his congregation, becoming an elder, blah, blah, blah. Uh, in the Christian Catholic Church of Zion in Illinois. And then he moved to Australia in 1901. Good Lord. All right. Now, we're going to skip over this leadership of the church crap and go to the uh, flat earth. From 1914, uh, Voliva gained nationwide notoriety, notoriety, can you say that word? Notoriety. There you go. Got it. <laughs> By his vigorous <laughs> advocacy of the flat earth doctrine, he offered a widely publicized $5,000 challenge for anyone to disprove the flat earth theory. That was a lot of money back then. Oh, man, back then. Yeah. Man, that was a long time. Yeah. wonder where he got it. Yeah, right. The church, uh, the church schools in Zion taught the flat earth doctrine. 1923, Voliva became the first evangelical preacher in the world to own his own radio station. So he had Damn. a big voice. Yeah. Right? Uh, which could be heard as far as away as Australia. His radio station wow. broadcast his diatribes against round-earth astronomy and the evils of evolution. Holy hell. Right? All right. He was quoted about the sun as follows. The idea of a sun millions of miles in diameter and 90... I don't think that the sun is millions of miles in diameter, is it? I couldn't tell you. Fuck, I don't know. Hmm. It might be. Maybe it is. I don't know. It might be. It's pretty fucking big. And 91 million miles away is silly. Silly. That's silly talk. That is... (laughs) Fuck silly. 
It's ludicrous is what it the is. The sun is only 32 miles across and not more than 3,000 miles from the earth. Huh. It stands to reason it must be so. God made the sun to light the earth and therefore must have placed it close to the task it was designed to do. Hmm. Hmm. What would you think of a man who built a house in Zion and put the lamp to light it in Konesha, Wisconsin? This is his argument. This is it, yeah. Okay. That's All right. He became increasingly focused on destroying the trinity of evils, modern astronomy, evolution, and higher criticism. Wow. What higher criticism, criticism yeah. is, I don't know. Insisting on a strict interpretation of 24-hour days for creation and traveling to Dayton, Tennessee, to appear as a witness at the Scopes trial. I don't know what that is. Uh, he also frequently predicted the end of the world. Of course oh, he did. One of those, yeah. His predictions that the end would come in 1923, 1927, 1930, <laughs> 1934, and 1935 all proved incorrect. Yeah, we're still uh, still kicking. But Here this is. Are. But if you read up on this guy's papers, right? And I hesitate to call him papers, but if you read up on what he was saying, it follows pretty much the exact argument that's being made today. Really? Yeah. This is interesting. I really wish, remember when we had uh, the comic guy on here? Yeah, absolutely. And and it was the, the expanding earth theory? Yes. Now that is yes. believable. It's crazy. I wish that people would, would have picked up on the expanding earth. Now, that right there, I think that was like episode two, man. Wasn't that like episode two or three? It had two to be. or three. It yeah. had to be. It was fucking early. Yeah. I was like, how did you pull this guy? <laughs> like, it was pretty impressive. I called him. It was fucking Neil Adams. Neil Adams. That's who it was. Very He's famous a, comic book fuck yes. artist. Neil Adams. Uh, Gave us the time of day. Yeah. So, I mean, talked to us for what, an hour and a half, two hours, something yeah. like that? I mean, it was amazing. Invented a bunch of famous comic book characters. Right. Got paid when they made Batman. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Now, why couldn't Crazy people, why couldn't people he, go uh, with that? Yeah. At now least he, uh, that's believable. And now he kicks it with, like, Kevin Smith and people like that. Yeah. Kevin Smith from, like, uh, the the filmmaker. Why are you listening to the Kevin Smith podcast? Maybe a little bit. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> I know Kevin Smith's a huge Neil Adams fan. I do know that. Yeah. I do know that. Wonder, All right. I wonder if Kevin Smith is into the uh, expanding Earth. Shit, he might be. I don't know. I, he's probably too high to give a shit. Well, maybe. <laughs> All right. I want to I hear some of this shit. All right, let's go. Question and answer time. So this first little section is where's the edge? All right. Oh, here we go, buddy. Let's see what it says here. Just nice little music. So where's the edge? That's what we want to know. And where's the edge? Who's to say that there is an edge and why assume there is one? Is it because when we are introduced to the idea of a flat earth, it's always depicted like this? Okay. It pisses me off already. In the currently most accepted model, Antarctica is not a continent, but a 360 degree landmass made up of ice that holds the oceans within. 
When we look at a Gleason's map from 1892 that states at the top that it's scientifically and practically correct, as is. I don't know if this guy knows how we to look at a globe. see this Antarctic ice rim. The Gleason's map is basically an azimuthal equidistant projection, which can be traced back to the year 1000. The AE map is also an official map of the United States Geological Survey, the USGS, and the official logo for the United Nations. The oldest known globe in the world is from 1492. This is something you need to keep in mind because many people argue that the azimuthal equidistant map is just a flattened out version of the globe, when in fact the globe is just All right, I've heard enough of this. That, I know, right? World flat map. Here's the if problem. The flat map came first. Oh god, please stop. Okay. <laughs> Fucker. Oh my god. Okay, so that hurts my head a little bit. Well, he's got two things going on. One, is there an edge or is there not an edge? Does it just is it an ever expanding plane that goes on forever and ever? Right. And then the other one is him trying to bust the globe, the, globe. the flattened globe map correct. as not being correct. Correct. And that there is some sort of, uh, I think this is that argument about the maps not being correct that uh, a lot of uh, liberals. So, you know, like yeah. Antifa type yeah. people yeah. are going around saying the map isn't correct. And I don't know why they're doing that because it's not really political. But right. I think I've seen some videos on YouTube and it seemed to be Antifa type people that were saying the map's not yeah. correct. Yeah. I don't know. It's it's interesting to me because everybody that I've heard try to, um, I don't know, defend a flat earth or the idea of a flat earth, they always come across what's the word pompous that's a good word to use um arrogant as shit basically Any, um anybody uh, with a hard doctrine ideology is pompous but and I mean, arrogant like, and pretentious and like the whole nine man like it's it's it pisses me off like i don't get it like if if we could get somebody and just sit and have like a real fucking conversation without arguing no fucking arguing you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like, I don't want to argue with anybody because fuck that. I want to I want to hear their side of the story and then I want to blow it to shit like with with fact. Well, like, what you think is fact. Th th that's the thing. Yeah. They'll come up with anything. Look, if you say right. if you say there is no edge, they'll if you say, well, how come people haven't fallen off the edge or how come we can't find the edge? They'll change the argument to there is no edge. It just keeps going on forever. Right. That's where the puddle theory comes in. And, and I think I've explained this before a long time ago or somebody I was talking to, maybe over the phone or something like that. But basically, they're saying we live in a puddle, right? That sure. everything is frozen except for certain spots, certain round spots on this plane of ice. And these are warmed somehow, right? right? Like, here's the thing. Imagine a flat plane that just continues on forever yeah right distance has no uh like there, like like it has no bearing on anything sure. it just goes on forever infinite Correct. an yep. infinite plane it's all frozen okay except for but there's a spot that has a sun that warms it right that is 
less than 3,000 miles. Some I've heard 13 miles okay. above it, right? That doesn't go around it. It just goes kind of back and forth, and it does a circle. It goes out, disappears into the horizon, goes north or south, comes around, and comes back, huh. right? But this is a round puddle. So right. the sun is warming it. Now, they're saying at the same time that this is a round puddle, the sun, which warmed the puddle, okay, doesn't go, it, it like goes out over the horizon past the ice, right? Wouldn't it just, wouldn't it be more like a halo, like from the game Halo? It would be, instead of being a round circle, right? I mean, unless they're saying the North Pole is in the center of it. And I don't the sun know goes the around the saying. circle. That's weird. I don't know what the fuck they're saying, though. That's interesting. I don't know, but I, huh. I, I here's the thing. We're not going to be able to dunk, debunk this one with any argument because it's because Whoa. it's either because he admits yeah. that either there is no edge or there there is an edge, but it doesn't really matter because we haven't crossed over the, the ice wall of Antarctica to find the edge. Right. Right, but I mean, basically, in that sense, he's answering a question with a question. You he's know, just making like, up yeah. two different theories. It's right. either so it's like, or. So where's the edge? He's like, well, who's to say there is an edge? You know. Yeah. I mean. <sighs> so then here, the next question on the list. Well, and, and the map thing too is just dumb too. Right. Anybody who who looks at these map, theirs is elongated. They're taller. And elongated, and it really has nothing to do with flat Earth theory, right. anyways. Basically, they're just saying that the that the continents are misshapen. That Africa is much bigger than than what it is, and the United States is much smaller, right? And South America is much smaller than than what it's portrayed to be, right? It's interesting, man. It's super fucking interesting. But it's stupid. But it because, is stupid. But because, like, look, we can the measure the number of miles from our southern border to our northern border. Yes. And, and and uh, and uh you know, we can measure the number of miles from, from the southern border of Africa, the southern horn of Africa, to the northern part. This is just, this is a ridiculous. The map has the globe versus the flat map has nothing to do with flat earth i don't know why he's bringing it up probably right. because he thinks he can make a better argument he does not make an argument about whether there is an edge or whether there isn't an edge hmm. so now you brought up you know where does the sun go you know if the earth is flat right so and that's what i just pulled up here so i want to hear exactly what they have to say about this because that's of a vast plain with much more land and starting now more music where does the sun go if the earth is flat well the sun neither rises nor sets but travels in a clockwise circuit from east to west okay. and only appears to rise and set due to perspective the sun dis and only appears to rise and set due to perspective the sun disappears at the vanishing point of human perspective on the horizon where the ground meets the sky. And since the sun is not 93 million miles away, I repeat, not 93 million miles away, but much closer and smaller, the light emanating from the sun only illuminates about half of the flat plane at once as it makes its daily journey. So there's that. There's that. 
<laughs> it's bullcrap. It is bullcrap. Look, uh, take nobody's gonna do what I'm about to say here, do but it. take one of those little LED uh, lights, okay, right, and a and a plate, sure, like a big dinner plate, okay, and rotate it around the edge, no matter where you go with that LED light. And I'm talking about one that would be comparable to the size of the sun, right? Like a really tiny one. Right. Right? No matter where you put it on that plate, it's going to illuminate the entire plate because Probably. the plate is flat. And it's going to so if you out. if you had a flat earth, it doesn't matter. Unless, this, and this is what I'm talking about, the sun cannot leave the circle it has to rotate around the edge of the circle sure right yeah which doesn't explain why the sun is directly above me at noon right right because i'm i don't live at the edge of the circle (laughs) right but anyways the the sun if you imagine the sun travels only within the circle because it has to because if it didn't there wouldn't it would melt the ice at the edge if it disappeared over the ice wall. Okay. I'm not saying edge. Right. I'm, the right. ice wall because we're going to go with there is no edge. Yep, yep. Right? So if it goes over the ice wall and remember in the flat earth theory we're surrounded by an ice wall that's a 360 degree ice wall. Okay. Right? Yeah. If the sun disappears over the ice wall, the sun has enough energy to melt a round puddle right and keep us warm but once it goes over the ice wall it no longer keeps that warm and that stays frozen right just bull crap so <laughs> the sun has to stay within the circle that Dude, is, is unfrozen great. right this is great and if it's flat it doesn't matter where you stick the sun it is going to shine light on the entire circle i don't know why this started again but i didn't mean to do that it looked to me like you clicked on it. I didn't mean to click it if I did. I didn't mean to. So there's one thing here. Where the hell did I see this question? That's what I wanted to see. The pictures of the earth, right? Because obviously all these uh, astronauts and things of that nature, they're like, um, well, we've, we've seen it for ourselves. It is, in fact, a round earth. You know, though they're lying. Yep. So that's yeah. And that was one thing. uh, The gentleman we talked to before said that, you know, NASA is just fucking lying about everything. Yeah. It doesn't matter. Voyager one, Voyager two, uh, numerous satellites, uh, the moon missions. None of those pictures of the Earth are real. It's all horseshit. But that's the next question. Yeah, we can't go debunking the questions. I want to. I just want to hear what he has to say, though, about this, because this is. Well, what do you think about what I said about this one, though? Where does the sun go? Like, think about it this way, because you brought up, you know, shining the LED light onto a plate. Well, I do. I do similar things all the time. Like, I, I do my most amount of work in the fucking dark. Right, that's what I do. Um, But however, when I have a flashlight, and I want to see the area around me. I don't shine the light specifically in one certain direction. I shine it up against the ceiling, and it illuminates more of the room. Mm-hmm. That's what I do. 
because the light takes it and it bounces off. That's what it fucking does. It's the exact same scenario as what you're suggesting with the LED light. You know? Well, I'm saying that the light will travel. Light travels infinitely. Sure. You can send a light beam. If it was focused enough, mm-hmm. you can send a light beam from one side of the galaxy to the other. And basically a light beam is a photon traveling at the speed of light. Right. It doesn't lose energy. It just scatters. You know, it can be con- the photons can when they're grouped together right. are bright. When you get a single photon, it's very dim. Sure. Right. So when you send light out into space, it will disperse. So think about a laser. It's very focused when it comes out of the laser. But when you shine it onto a wall, uh, it may be a three-inch wide circle on the wall, depending on how far away from the wall you are. Yeah. But the laser will shine forever out into space. It, It just may disperse. Now, the problem that that they're saying is that these photons don't travel very far. Yeah. It doesn't matter how far the, the sun is above the, above the, the planet, the plane. If it's a flat earth and the sun is 13 miles or 3000 miles, it will illuminate the entire disc. Sure. Because we're flat. Sure. The only way to get away from that, is to be round. <laughs> <laughs> the only other way. I mean, basically, the sun might go. <laughs> the sun, if the so, imagine this. I'm standing in Iowa. Okay. Right. And I'm looking at the sun, and the sun will disappear into the horizon. And I'm on a flat Earth. Okay. Right. We're conceding that the Earth is flat. So I'm a, on a flat Earth, and the sun is disappearing into the horizon in the west right that's fine the actual ball can disappear into the horizon but it's not going behind anything that's their argument it is not going behind anything i see it is it is just going so far away that i can no longer see the actual sun my god but i would still see the light so basically, you would have a twilight like they have in Alaska. Right. Right? Now, imagine it, when you're in Alaska, you get six months of daylight. Uh-huh. The thing about that is is that when, it, when, it, when it's supposedly dark out, it just becomes dimmer. Right. And then brighter. But it never actually becomes dark. Correct. And that is the phenomenon that I'm talking about. So if, if, if somebody is... If I'm in Iowa and the sun disappears in the into the horizon in the west, it's only going to become dimmer. It's not going to become dark. This is fucked up. Bam! Killed him. It's Let's so go to the up. next no, one. No, it's so <laughs> fucked up. Like, I just, I don't know, man. I just, I'm struggling to see their argument. You know what I'm saying? Like, it just seems so ludicrous. They don't me. have arguments. They but, have fantasies. Right. <laughs> like, that's what it is. So I wanted to see... About the uh, the pictures. Yeah, the pictures of Earth. Here, let's see if I can get this. ...be seen from the ground by watching boats. Okay, so it here It doesn't we... make sense. Is this the rest of the disappear on the horizon thing? And what about all of the pictures of the Earth? 
they are all clearly computer-generated images. They claim this picture from Apollo 17 in 1972 is real, and they also claim that the 2015 epic Earth picture is real. But NASA employee Robert Simmon gave us a glimpse of how they do it when he shared his experience of creating the Blue Marble 2.0 in 2002. He is now called Mr. Blue Marble. He was interviewed and on record stating, the last time anyone took a photograph from above low Earth orbit that showed an entire hemisphere, one side of the globe, was in 1972 during Apollo 17. NASA's Earth Observing System, EOS, satellites were designed to give a checkup of Earth's health. By 2002, we finally had enough data to make a snapshot of the entire Earth, so we did. In 2002, Blue Marble 2.0, NASA's Rob Simmon made this. Simmons' job is... It's primarily taking data and making pictures out of it. That's what this is. A composite of data sets from several different instruments translated into a picture. So we actually had to take clouds out. They stashed the clouds for later, went onto the ocean. That came from an instrument that measures phytoplankton in the sea. Where it was low, I colored it dark blue because they're low mostly in mid-oceans. And then where it's a little bit higher, it was like a little bit brighter green. Then add the clouds back in. There's a small problem with it because there's a very slight gap in between each orbit. So some of those are painted on. It is photoshopped, but it's it's has to be. Then? There was another layer to sort of simulate the atmosphere. And then there's this little bright spot. It's called the specular highlight. So it's the reflection of sunlight off of water. Those are the pieces, but you can't just slap them all together. It just didn't look realistic. It looks kind of flat, or the clouds are sort of too see-through, so I just hit Command-Z a lot. There's artistry to creating the world. What I imagine it to be. Um, unfortunately, I'm not an astronaut. <laughs> I've never been to space. But I've looked at these images over and over again, trying to sort of get the essence of it. It is photoshopped, but it's it's See? has to be. It is photoshopped, but it's it's has to be. Okay, fuck me. Like, I'm at a loss here. Because this is something you can't argue with. Because it has, they know that there are several images of the Earth taken from satellites, missions. I mean, hell, when, when uh, Voyager was about to leave uh, the solar system and go into the, the belt, right? Sure. The asteroid belt. Yeah. It, they turned it around and took one last picture of the Earth. Now you can't really see anything. It's more we're more or less a dot. Yeah. Right? Yeah. But there's been several images of the of the earth. And this yeah. is this is what they do. This this is all I can say about this, right? Yeah. All I can say about this is this is one of those things where they spit out at you this information. Right? And and, and hope that you don't think about it long exactly. enough. Because it's so much. They're throwing out so much so fast. Yeah. Um, it's ridiculous, man. It's like, in just like what you just said, in hopes that you don't put fucking two and two together yeah. and throw out the facts that we already know. That you don't pull the, but what about, or but what about, yeah. you know, it's just like, bum, 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 bum. Because you don't have time. Fact, 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 fact. Right, right. And, and, then you're, and then you're bombarded by it, and you're like, no, 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 okay, well, but they didn't take any images of the earth. It's all, it's, it's just a collage of, of different images from, from uh, low earth orbit. 
right? But I like how they... Here's another thing I want to say. I yeah. like how he uses terminology. Oh, yeah. Which is used to make the Earth round, like orbit. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you... <laughs> You can't orbit like a word something suggest, flat. <laughs> right, right. Right? Oh, my God. You have to go around something. <sighs> that but whatever. Is you, that is funny, though. You can't argue with this one because it's just so ridiculous that it, it, it's unimaginable. Not to mention they didn't have digital imagery in 1972. Right. They had film. Now, you could say that, well, that the, the any picture of Earth was taken using etched glass and a black background or, or some <laughs> bullshit like that but right. this is fascinating shit look it really is but let me say this have you ever seen an episode of star trek the series with captain kirk and spock yeah and then the original aired the the ones that originally aired on television you weren't you weren't alive right right Probably not. I, w- I, I was born in 1974. Okay. I mean, I've seen the reruns, right? Yeah. Recently, they went back through and they, they did some digital enhancements to the show. Have you seen those? I have not. They updated the visual effects for the outer okay. space scenes. Oh, cool. All right. So Nice. So, look, there's no argument that can be made that they didn't present an image of Earth Back in 1972. Sure. Right? Sure. A clear, precise image back in 1972. If you go back and you watch those original airings of Star Trek, the planets were blurry messes. Okay. Right? Just, they were, they look like somebody had, uh, hit the blur button, like took a picture with their phone and hit the (laughs) blur blur. button 50 times. (laughs) Right? Yeah. Uh, because they did, they, they, for television, mm-hmm. right. They just didn't have the technology yeah, to create absolutely. these really highly detailed special effects. Right. Right. Uh, they didn't until later anyways. I mean, we had 2001, a space odyssey. Right. Right. But that was a multi-million dollar project, but even the planets on that were Fairly crude. Yeah. Yeah. Fairly crude. Yeah. And if you look at the planets in the series now that have been digitally enhanced, they're way better. I'm going to have to check that out. Way better. Did uh, they, they like, digitally enhanced basically the entire series? Yeah. It's all computer-generated 3D right. modeling nice. uh, of the spacing. So the ship is now a 3D model. The planets are now 3D models. You know, it, it's just, cool, it's though. it's very it's kind of disconcerting because you're watching the show, yeah, and everything is that cheesy old night, late right. early seventies <laughs> uh, sci-fi <laughs> technology, and then they show the space scenes and they look like something out of Battlestar Galactica that, that was made recently. Yeah, you know, but you're like uh, holy shit, man. <laughs> yeah. So speaking of planets and all of that, this begs the question, and this is one of the questions that I've always had. Okay, why are the other planets round? Why the fuck would they? Why would they be round? Right, that's on this list, and so I jumped to it. Okay, because I'm fucking fascinated by this. <laughs> why are all the other planets round then? 
mão. Come on. With the answer, come on. When you compare amateur footage done with professional grade cameras and compare it to NASA's official images of planets and stars, it's clear that NASA images are all computer generated, no different than the photos of Earth. Okay. Is that seriously all they're they're giving us here? Cause that to me seems like what have become known as planets are round lights that seem to be set over the flat earth. The so-called planets and stars are not what we have been told they are, and comparing luminous objects that you see in the sky to the earth under your feet is very ineffective for actually proving the supposed rotundity of the earth. Since there are no actual photographs of the earth and motion has never been experienced or proven, it would seem more logical for one to assume that we are on a flat motionless plane and everything we see in the heavens revolves around us. What the fuck? Okay. <sighs> I mm, I don't even know where to begin with this. Well, I do. <laughs> <laughs> there was a there was a rap song uh that that was played on another one there's a few of these 21 questions things but sure. there, but there's a podcast and you can check it out and this was actually done by Dave from the Deep Inside the Rabbit Hole podcast yeah. Yeah. this one isn't i don't think but the one that i was listening to the other day is and he goes over these same 21 questions and in the middle of that um he has a rap song yeah, okay. Uh, I don't know what the name of it is. But anyways, the podcast is The Flat Earth Podcast, if you want to check that out. And it's episode uh, 108, and it's Flat Earth 101 with Odd, or ODD. Yeah. and there's We talked about ODD before on the show. You guys have? We have, yeah. Okay. We talked about it. And there's a rap song in there, and one of the lines is, and this is what I find, this is what I find hilarious, right? He said, in the in one of the lyrics, it was, why, do, why does water sit flat when it's unmanipulated? So basically, he's looking at a pond or a lake, and he's wondering why the water is flat when it's unmanipulated. Okay. Now, of course, this is a rap lyric, so he's not really, it's not like somebody sitting down and going in depth to say that water <laughs> sits flat when it's right. unmanipulated. Right. Right. So the question pertain I mean the, 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 that that lyric in itself is telling when you talk about why are planets round? Why are they a s spherical? Right? Okay. Here we go. Do it. The water in a puddle <laughs> or a pond mm -hmm. or on your kitchen floor is not unmanipulated. Right. It is being manipulated as you're looking at it by the surface that it is sitting on. Exactly. Or the object containing it. Plus gravity, exactly. which is pulling it down. Now, then they would come back and say, you know, but Myron, there is no such thing as gravity. Oh, they say that a lot. <laughs> I know. What the fuck? They say that but, a lot. But anybody who doesn't believe in gravity, I would, I would invite you to stand up right now. Okay. And jump up into the air as high as you can. 
<laughs> and see and it. see if you float away. <laughs> okay. <laughs> see if you float away. The water is manipulated. Take take this. Look up on YouTube, and I don't know if there is because I haven't looked, but I definitely remember seeing this when I was a kid. Any video of water coming out of a faucet in slow motion. Ooh. As soon as it comes out, of, now you think that water coming out of a faucet is a stream. I call it a stream. Yeah. You call it a stream, right? A yeah, stream, right, sure. Josh? Yeah. Audience, you probably call it uh, a stream, but it is not a stream. What is it? It's a series of drops. If you yeah. were to film yourself taking a whiz. I'm going to do this. Or tonight. water coming out of any faucet, right? Or any water that you think is a stream. When you slow that footage down, it is actually a series of drops. What are drops? They're drops of water that are round, spherical. They're spherical-shaped drops of water. Opening right? a faucet in slow motion. We're going to watch this, buddy. We're watching this shit. Yeah, but Look at it. Nobody else can see no, it. I know. Nobody else can see it. Fuck them. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I'm looking at this. No, look at this. You're absolutely now, correct. Now, look at those drops. As they come out, Yes. you, you see that they turn round. Correct. I don't think that's slow enough. It's probably not, but it's pretty slow. It's pretty slow. But anyway, I see what you're saying. Like, look here at this picture of these drops. Yeah. You see what I mean? But their drops are spherical. Correct. When when you take a a, a, a drop of water, it, like say you a little bit of water, and you take a dropper and you pinch it out of the dropper onto your table. Between the dropper and the table... It is more or less unmanipulated. It is being pulled down by gravity. Sure. But when that, and you, and you say, well, there's air around it, right? Well, that air around it is pushing in on all sides. When you push in on something in all sides, it becomes a sphere. When okay. it's when it's a liquid, yeah. right? Yeah. Same thing in outer space. When you introduce a liquid into outer space into a vacuum, it also becomes a sphere. Now, if you imagine these planets as once being liquid, right? So let's imagine, I don't know where planets come from, but if I were to take a guess, I would say it would be uh, s stars going supernova okay. and blowing out plasma into the in, into, uh, in, into interstellar space. Okay. And when they do, they're a liquid. And as they go out into the coldness of space, they solidify. Just like lava does. Lava is a liquid and turns to rock, right, right as it cools. Right. Same thing with these with this plasma that's ejected out of these stars when they go supernova. In the in the in in the time that they get ejected out, they're still liquid because a liquid will form a sphere in the absence of manipulation. Sure. Right? Especially in a vacuum. They'll turn around and then they cool, right, and form a crust. Now, most planets have a molten core. They argue about the molten core later, I think. But Probably. either way, they the reason they have a molten core is because they retain, once that crust is established because of the coldness of space, yeah. right, the molten core is then insulated, Makes right? Sense. Yeah. So that's why planets are, are round, because they were once a liquid, 
and they're unmanipulated. So the guy who sang that song is an idiot. (laughs) Right? I would agree with that, too. Now, it's just amazing to me. Why now, though? Why has it just now started to to gain steam, so to speak? You said this idea... This thought process or whatever, that as we know it now, has pretty much existed since the 1940s-ish. Um, now, let's think about this, though. Why has it just now started to gain steam yet again? I think the answer is atheism. Is that honestly your answer? That's honestly my answer. People are looking for some form of answer, then. People cannot go without a religion. Without some form of belief in something. Somebody has to add, everybody has to advocate for a belief. Yeah, and, I would and, agree and with that. if you go back in time, there were several different religions on the planet, right? I mean, you got Judaism, you got Catholic, you know, mm-hmm. Catholicism, you've got Christian, Christianity, Buddha. Right, right. Right. I, I mean, you, Hinduism. Mm-hmm. I mean, you have all these different religions. But you have 99% of the people that believe in some sort of religion. Sure. Right? There wasn't a big explosion of atheism. Mm -hmm. You know, people like to say that here in the U.S. we don't have a culture, that that Americans do not have a culture. It's not true. We have a very, very rich culture. Right. It's not a third world culture. Correct. Right. Where we dress up in feathers and, and gowns and go out and bang drums and dance around. Sure. That is a culture. It's not our culture. Ours is a more sophisticated culture. I see. Right. But it's still a culture. Right. But because everybody's saying we don't have a culture, a lot of people believe we don't have a culture. When you take away somebody's beliefs, mm-hmm. right? When you take away. When you. And by taking it away, I mean by convincing somebody that there is no God. Now, I am an atheist, people. Right. <laughs> okay? Right. I am an atheist. But when you take away somebody's belief in God, and I don't mean reaching into their pocket and taking it, when you convince them there is no God, then they have to believe in something. And it will be, uh, it, it, it will be something benign or something very harmful. Okay. Right? A lot of people are believing in... Look, what is this? This comes from a guy who was a Zionist, Mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. Who teaches a form of Christianity. I guarantee you that 99% of the people who believe in flat earth are atheists. And don't even realize that this is a Christian belief. Right. Right? Right. Because they just want to push back against science. They want to form their own religion. They're not using the word religion, but they want to form their own religion. Same thing with with uh, these Antifa guys, right? These alt-right guys now in politics. They're, I guarantee you that these Antifa people are atheists, right? They have no religion. Be. I think a lot of the alt-right are the guys who were the libertarians for um, uh, Ron Paul back in 2008 and 2012. I think a lot of these alt-right guys are that. And I'm a libertarian. Mm -hmm. You can be a libertarian and an atheist. I believe alt-right people are, for the most part, atheists. They're just on the right. And then you have atheists who are on the left. You You have to have a religion, and I think that these people are atheists, 
I think atheism causes, even if they're not atheists, it's not every single person falls under this category, sure. but the majority of them do. And I think these weird things like this that are getting huge amounts of people to believe in them, they're, it's from atheism. So then you as an atheist then, like what is your belief structure surrounded on? I mean, is it just strictly, you know, cre not creationism, but I mean like Darwinism. I mean, do you buy into that? Is that what you, you know, uh, evolution, so to speak? No, I don't buy into Darwinism. Okay. I do I do believe that we evolve. I believe every creature on this planet evolves. I would totally agree with that. But it's not necessarily like that. Now, what, but what exactly is it that you would then believe in? I'm one of those pompous ass motherfuckers that says <laughs> you know, I, don't I don't believe, believe in anything and thing. that I'm completely neutral. <laughs> like, I don't believe in a fucking thing. You say, you no, I ha I look, I have my doctrines too. Sure, sure, sure. Right? I have my doctrines too. Uh but I don't become fanatical. Right. There's there's a lot of people out there that don't become fanatical. What I'm talking about is people who are prone to fanaticism. And that's what these these people are. They're the fanatics, but it takes fanatics, right, right to convince people who aren't fanatics. Right. That's why you sense, have. Though, yeah. That's why when you go into a church, there's a guy up at the podium or the diocese and he is the one preaching to everybody else in the room. Right. 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 Because he's the fanatic. You have some fanatics in the audience, but not everybody in the audience is a fanatic. It's a numbers game. But they are going to church. They're following the fanatics. Sure. So it takes fanatics to get people out there to become to follow the fanatics. It makes sense. And I'm not a fanatic about anything, and I'm not a follower either. But, I mean, maybe maybe all of this, you know, now with the the huge surge of, you know, social media and things of that nature, how everybody is so fucking connected nowadays, um, maybe that also has something to lend to it as well. Um, as far as gaining new fanatics, you know, into your... Oh, it's much structure. much easier to gain new Absolutely. fanatics, especially or, when you put up a convincing looking. Yeah, but yeah. like you put up a convincing video. I saw the other day a video uh, pertaining to flat Earth, and it was this one of these flat Earth guys uh, saying that you know the trees that we see around aren't even really trees, but they were more like uh, bushes back in the day. Um, Devil's Tower, you know what I'm saying? Like Devil's Tower. Have you that ever was seen a, that? that was a toilet. That was, that was a tree. That was a tree. That's the base of a tree. That's the base of a fucking tree. Because it looks Every, like a Because it I looks think, like a tree. Everything that no, we consider a tree is more like a bush back then. No, look. It has been proven several times. Mm -hmm. It has been proven several times that Devil's Tower is made of mashed potatoes. <laughs> <laughs> you can't tell me any fucking different, you sons of bitches. Now, it is interesting, though, because you, you bring up you know religion and all that shit. So... It, Question. Everything has everything yeah, exactly. to do with religion. So right here, is flat earth a religious thing? That's the that's the question that's posed Ooh, to you. I'm interested in I know, that. right? Let's so am I. All right, here we go. Phone and notice the visibility in your area. So this is obviously finishing up another question. Is the flat earth a religious thing? Yes and no. I say this because I myself am not religious. Pause I'd it. rather not have faith. I'm like, fuck me. There you go. Already. He says already. yes and yes no. Yes and no. But see, he is an atheist. 
Right. He's admitting it right there. At least he's saying, well, I am not religious. He's probably an atheist, right? Right. But he's not an atheist. Nobody wants to be an atheist. That's true. Because in order to be an atheist, you sit around and you believe in nothing. (laughs) Nobody wants that. They have right, to believe. Right. They have to be convinced of something, and then they have to go out and preach that something and get other people to believe it. That is religion. Because if you believe in nothing, I mean, let's be honest here, you're sitting around with no will to live whatsoever. Well, on top of that, you're the most boring person on the planet, <laughs> or on the plane. Yeah, on the plane. <laughs> <laughs> okay, go. I'm gonna keep going. And something, but know the facts to the best of my ability. And the facts are that the curvature and motion of the earth have never been proven. The Bible, without any doubt whatsoever, supports the earth that's fixed in place. The book of Enoch, which is biblically endorsed and most likely belongs in the Bible, describes the flat stationary enclosed earth in great detail. Many religions and civilizations preceding Judaism and Christianity support a flat and stationary earth, such as the Babylonians. Hit it. All current modern day religions were based off of prior religions. He's yeah, trying. He's no, trying absolutely. to make a distinction. A distinction between ancient religions and new religions. We've taken old religions to create new religions. Yeah, it, absolutely. Look so, at Christianity. Yeah, Good God. Christianity is is rife. Oh fuck me. With oh dude, all kinds of small oh, occult. Oh things. Dude. Crazy shit. Yeah. Crazy crazy shit. Absolutely. It's just a build up of different stuff. Yes. Uh, the other the other thing here that he was saying uh what was he saying? I don't even know. <laughs> I was I, you know, he, I don't know, it's all just complete it's weird ridiculousness. He, he why is he quoting the Bible anyways to say well the Bible supports the fact that the earth is flat, but he's not religious. Yeah, but he's not religious. You can't do that. Yeah, go ahead. The Egyptians, the Mayans, the Norse, the Hindus, etc. This fantastic spinning globe Earth is very new to the people of the world, yet most of us carry on as if the theory is unquestionable, and we've been conditioned to laugh when the flat Earth is brought up. Whether you are religious or not, you can see the flat Earth for yourself. I've had enough of this one. (laughs) (laughs) All right, look, I've had enough. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> All right, he says that the, the the flat earth has not been disproven. Right. I disprove it every day. Sure. Every day I disprove it. You want to know why? Hit it. Okay, you know, I don't do the podcast anymore. I went off, to, I moved right. 50 miles away to Omaha. Right. Out of this podunk yeah. popsicle stand of a town yes. you called Tabor. Oh, God. I drive a truck. Yeah. I'm a truck driver, folks. All right, so I drive from Omaha out to Ogallala, Nebraska. Okay, which is uh, three hundred and thirty miles away. Sweet, All right, three hundred and twenty-nine miles from my terminal in Omaha. Okay, Nebraska is really flat. Yes, and so is Colorado. Yes, and so is Wyoming. Okay, right until you reach the Rocky the Mountains. Rocky Mountains. <laughs> right. Also, the Rocky Mountains, can you look at, hold on. I, I'm like, I could try to look something up. <laughs> it might not work. It might not work. 
Okay. Okay, the elevation of the Rocky Mountains, the highest point. Okay. Which I assume is somewhere around Denver, is fourteen thousand four hundred and thirty nine feet. Okay. Okay. That's pretty fucking high. That yeah. Now I'm gonna I'm gonna come up with a town here, which is Grand Island, Nebraska, which is out in the plains. Omaha sure. doesn't count because you're in, you're in hills. Sure, right. Yeah, so it'd absolutely. be hard to look west and and see through a hill. Right, right. But once you get out to Grand Island, Nebraska, there are no more hills. To okay, be seen. it's flat. Grand Island, Nebraska, is one thousand. 860 feet. So we're talking 13,000 feet above me is the Rocky Mountains. Yes. Now, if you go from Grand Island to Denver, just Denver, which sits at the base of the Rocky Mountains, yep. you are going upwards of 7,000 feet. It's okay. Yeah. And then when you go from Denver to the highest peak, which is 14,000 feet, that's another 7,000 feet. Yeah. Right? Right. If there are no hills in the way and the earth is flat, mm -hmm. right? Right. How come I cannot see the Rocky Mountains? It's in interesting that you bring this up. Now, they're going to argue something. <laughs> yeah, because I already pulled it up. Because <laughs> <laughs> I saw where you were going. Okay. Yep. <laughs> now, why? Now, here's the other thing. They're going to they're gonna come up with some bullshit. Yeah. Right? I don't know what the bullshit is because I didn't yet. look it up. I didn't, I didn't do any research here. But I'm they're going to come up with you. some bullshit. But here's the thing. I want to compare it to this. Okay. I don't know how far these people th say the sun is mm -hmm. from the earth, but they say it's 3,000 yeah, miles. Something like that, yeah. 3,000 yeah. miles. Or somewhere between 35 miles and 3,000. It doesn't right. really matter right. how far the sun is, but right. it's more than 35 miles. It's <laughs> 35 miles or more away from me. Uh-huh. I can see it plain as day. Right. Right? It's right there. Right. The sun. The moon, same thing. I can look up and see the moon. Same thing. Now, what they talk about is you can't see far away. I think this is what the argument, this just hit me. I think they're going to say because of the atmosphere. Okay. You can't see because the atmosphere is dirty. Okay. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm interested. To because see it this. thickens. But if I can right. see the moon, which is way farther away than the Rocky Mountains, yes, then their argument on the atmosphere being dirty doesn't hold water because if I could, because you got to think of it as a fog, right? Yeah, exactly. So I can't see, I can't see the Rockies for the fog, but okay. I can see the moon for the fog. Which is farther away? Which is farther away. It's a good point. It's the best point. It's the best <laughs> point. It's the only point. Go ahead. I'm going to see what they have to say here. So what the question poses, why can't we see infinitely far, basically? Well, here we are. As soon as they say because of the atmosphere, we might why as well skip I it. Why can't see infinitely far? <laughs> I'm just going to fucking pause it right there. <laughs> this is for the people that wonder why they can't see certain things that they believe they should be able to see if the earth was flat. Yeah, I've been asked on numerous occasions, why can't I see 
Mount Everest from anywhere on Earth. I've also been asked, why can't I see Spain from the east coast of America? Well, besides dirt, dust, dew, rain, fog, smog, smoke, clouds, mist, haze, snow, etc., your vision is limited by the vanishing point of your perception. Check your weather app on your phone and notice the visibility in your area. This is bullshit. This is bullshit. Because if it counted for if yeah. it if it if, if it counted for being perpendicular to me, it would also count for being above me. Yes. Yes. Right? Yeah, like I get what you're saying. This is fucked. This is totally fucked. Look, and they're not going to convince me going back to the sun, you know, the no, nighttime no, 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 thing no, no, no. and being twilight. No, no. Because no. I say it would be twilight. It would just be lighter and darker. It would never really get dark. Right. Think about this. Even on a foggy day when the sun comes up, the sun shines through the fog. Sure. And you can't see past your hand when you right. stick your arm out. Right. Because it's so foggy. Mm-hmm. Right. But the sun still shines through it so they're not going to convince me well the sun disappears because of atmosphere right get off me (laughs) you fuck fuck. this one's dumb so here so i have i have a another question for you then too because you know as this seems to be gaining more steam like just more and more people seem to be jumping on this bandwagon like left and fucking right and it's driving me crazy here right I just, uh, I, I want to know how this is all going to fucking end. How is this going to end? How are we ever going to definitively prove to this gigantic camp of people now that the earth is fucking round? Like some of the most brilliant, which I'm sorry, they argue this point too. Don't get me wrong. They do. But some of the most brilliant minds that this world has ever known. Um, it Some of these people have been in what we would consider NASA or the space program or what have you. They are saying, you're out of your fucking gourd. We've been in outer space. We have seen it. These are brilliant men and women. That are, I mean... It's not going to end. If you, took every, if you took every single flat earther... And put them in a spaceship. Put them in a spaceship. Took them up in outer space. They and would brought say them back. that. Yep. They would say they're in a simula- simulation. Simulation, <laughs> or even if they were all convinced, they would walk away convinced. But then new flat earthers would crop up. Oh my god! But would, by the way, would be dead and gone by the time the new batch came. Because yes. I'm fine with that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm fine well, they, with that. They don't bother me too much. It's just funny. It's it's. But you just said, "How's this all going to end?" And that just triggered a memory in my head of what I wanted to get. Uh, to throw at you about a prior episode. Yeah. Remember earlier before we started this? Yeah. I remember now. Oh, fuck me. So at the end of this, we'll... Okay, I'll that's cover. fine. So I do have another question then. I It's just... All these people that are supposedly in on this scam or whatever, you know, NASA, the the government, all of this shit, What what is the purpose of claiming the Earth is round when in fact it's flat. What the fuck? Like, who cares at the end of the day? Who fucking cares? What does it matter? That's my question. It doesn't matter. This there, is there's, my point. There's, 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 no, there's no end point to this. Right, right. 
if if so why cover it up if then? you wanted why to come up if you up? wanted to come up with a really good conspiracy theory you know like uh like uh well there's a group of of people who control the planet and they're bringing in third worlders into these first world nations to replace the population or because they don't because one that's going around now which i actually kind of believe i think this might be true sure even though it can be considered a conspiracy Mm -hmm. is that uh they are flooding europe and they want to flood america with third world citizens okay because we've reached the uh, debt peak, right? <laughs> that wouldn't sh- that wouldn't shock me. Well, the I mean, debt peak. everybody is already in debt as far as they can oh, go, and governments God, yes. are in debt as far as they can go. Yeah, and you need new people to come in to create more debt. More debt. <laughs> uh, that that's a good conspiracy theory. That has a beginning, a middle, and you can predict Correct. a a an actual end yeah. to it, which would be war but either way you you have a good predictor of what is going to happen in the future with this one it doesn't make any sense a group of people come together and they decide that we're going to teach the populace that the earth is is round and we're going to do that because and that's where you got to end because there's no reason for it because who gives a fuck right exactly (laughs) exactly that's just it, man. Because Who what it was it do? Fuck? It doesn't create right. or destroy anything. It right. it just means everything keeps going. If everybody grew up knowing that the that it is a fact that we live on a flat earth, nothing would be different today. Right. Now as far as as far as predictions go then, do you see this idea of a flat earth coming to an end within our lifetime? Or will it only gain steam? No. You do you do not see an end to this. No, which leads me to the thing that I'm going to cover at the end of the show. Okay. Well, I'm ready for it. Like I'm ready for you to say this. Yeah, but we need to cover this flat Earth because this. You want to really keep going a little more? Okay. Well, what question are we on? Well, we I've been skipping around. So basically, as you've been like doing all these rebuttals, I've been finding a rebuttal for the rebuttal. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> well, let, let, let's take a look at what these uh, what these questions actually are, right? You keep looking at People keep calling you. Right? No, it's the same person that keeps calling me, actually. It's my father. Well, we could take a break and maybe get some coffee or something. You like want to do that? We could. But let me let me look here. Uh, satellites and GPS. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I got it right here. Yeah. No, I didn't mean turn it on. Okay. Because, <laughs> like, yeah, satellites and GPS. Is okay. outer space even real? That's yeah, one of the questions. Not interested, not yeah, interested. Yeah, exactly. Let's, let's go to this one, the circumnavigation. The circumnav. And that starts now, at this 17 one, minutes and Now, before you play seconds. that, before you play that, I'm going to prime us because I, I do have a little bit of knowledge about this one. This is the one that says that you that, that things like boats, Yes. And cars and planes. Yes. Travel uh, in straight lines. Right? Yes. And that if the earth was round, they wouldn't be able to travel in straight lines. They would travel in zigzags. I see what you're saying. Uh, and, and so in order to explain that, you have to imagine a, something round, like a sphere, and you would have to go from I'm point. Liter- point. Literally holding a globe right here in front of me. 
Okay, and you would go from point A to point B, mm-hmm. right? So f- follow follow a line that go uh, a latitude line. Which one is up and down, longitude or latitude? I can never remember. Who cares? Uh, pick pick one of the lines and start in the United States, a place in like that one that looks like it goes through the top part of Oregon. Okay, just over here. Just put your finger like on. I was on thirty degrees. Okay, go thirty degrees, which which runs through the Gulf of California, right? Yeah, we're going through. Yeah, Mexico, bottom part of Texas, uh, into Florida, oh, oh, over to Florida. Yeah. Where so yeah. it goes right across Jackson, Florida. So so basically, what they're saying is is that if you start at the Gulf of Mexico, like right there, mm-hmm. and you go over to Jacksonville, Florida which are on the same either latitude or longitude line, that you wouldn't be able to travel a straight line because, and here's the reason, if there was a highway that went directly from that point to Jacksonville, the point in in the Gulf of California, if there was a highway there, the highway would constantly have to adjust to the north. So it would go in a straight line for a little bit, and, and then, then it, it and to. then it would adjust north again, <sighs> and then it would go in a straight line for a little bit, and it would adjust north again because on a flat plane you could have a straight line that right. would go on from one side of the Earth to the other, but on a on a sphere you couldn't do that couldn't do because that. if you had a perfectly straight line you would end up south of the equator <laughs> by the time you left the gulf of california uh-huh. and went all the way around the earth it I would see. go around in a spiral right right not true because w- the only way that that could happen mm. and basically this they use they like to use ships and the, and airplanes not cars but so you have a ship that is going from the U.S. to Europe, and on the way over there, it picks. Right now, it picks a, uh, it picks a, a route, mm-hmm. right? And if you if you look at a compass, there's several little tick marks around the compass, like a clock. Sure, they pick one, which would be however many degrees, and then they would just follow it all the way. They're saying if the Earth was round, they would follow that tick mark, and it would lead them south because right. it's a straight line and because the earth curves they'd have to constantly adjust the nose of the boat north right only and and this is the only thing i'm going to say about this about the boat only yeah. if the planet were several times smaller than what it is right because right. the planet is so big right and a boat is so small, <laughs> right? It does not have to adjust like that. And right. it's the same argument for the airplane. They say, why does an airplane go up, follow in a straight line, and then go down? Now, an airplane, they're not saying adjust left or right. They're saying it just the nose up and down. Because if it because oh. once it took off from New York on its way to L.A., right. if it didn't constantly shove its nose down, down to follow the curvature of the earth it would fly out into outer space i see i see wrong i see <laughs> only on yeah. a tiny planet right. would it do that right and that makes sense that makes sense to me the planet would have to be several times smaller 
So, and the plane would have to be several times bigger. And if and and if you go to like say YouTube and you watch any of these videos, or, or there's one that I watched of the plane leaving and going up into the atmosphere and then constantly showing it, sh- shoving the, the nose down. If you look, the planet is really small and the plane is really big. Gotcha. Yeah. Gotcha. Now, so is that their argument on this? Or do you want to hear this shit? I've got it pulled up. Do you want to hear it? Yeah, I guess. Yeah, fuck me. I don't know. <laughs> I just wanted to give a primer. I want to <laughs> And uh, by the way, I have no idea what they're going to say. Very easily, you can travel east and west directions to ultimately end up right back where you started. The face of the Earth looks similar to that of a clock. In fact, clocks were most likely designed after the true appearance of our world. If you follow a compass east for long enough, you'll make a full circuit. Same thing if you travel west long enough. As we've already gone over, the flat earth map that was around before globes were, easily converts to a globe, so everything you believe you are doing on a globe is actually taking place on a flat earth. That's their explanation. That right there was their explanation. Well, they're saying if you if you leave, to, let's say, Maine in the United States, yeah, if you leave Maine and you travel east mm-hmm. towards northern Europe, uh, you're, you're, you're really going around in a circle. Right. Right? Which is kind of what I was saying a minute ago. Right. It's still a different argument than what I was arguing against a second ago during the primer. Yeah. But, uh, but what I was arguing against, I did hear that you constantly had to adjust right. north. The fact of the matter is, you don't end up in Australia when you leave Maine. <laughs> okay, right. You you go through northern Europe. You go through northern Russia. You end up around Alaska, back through Canada, and into Maine. My God! In order for the, for what they're saying to happen. You wouldn't take that path. You would leave Maine, and you would start heading south, and you would end up in Israel, right? Okay. And then keep going further south. You're going to hit Australia, right? Sure. I mean, you're going to do a circle around the clock. So if you imagine that all the continents are in the center of that clock. That is fucked. You're going you're never going to I just cannot. You, you're not going to be able to go straight east, you're not going to be able to go straight west. See. Too ridiculous to contemplate. Let's take our break. Okay. <laughs> we'll take a little break and we'll come right back and we'll talk some more about this fun shit. Welcome to Paranormal Warehouse. Paranormal Warehouse is the ultimate social media website for paranormal investigators and researchers. Create a profile, add friends, upload video, audio, and photographic evidence, discuss theories and techniques in the forum, create a group for your team or find a team to join, watch, listen, and comment on evidence uploaded by other users. Join today and support Paranormal Unity. It's free. Visit ParanormalWarehouse.com to join. Be sure to like us on Facebook and follow us on Twitter. We're waiting for you. We're waiting for you. 
Life is a mystery. Confusion is all around us. The truth is out there, but you won't find it here. Maybe it was the ghost of an alien that worked for the government. You know, you remove the alien anal probe out of the story and it probably wasn't this guy's worst Saturday night. Welcome to Hysteria 51, a weekly oddcast of conspiracy theories, mysteries, and the unexplained. All viewed through sceptical eyes and the blurry lens of a beer bottle. Listen to Brent and John make sense of it all each week. By subscribing, find us on iTunes by searching Hysteria 51 or anywhere else fine podcasts are sold. One night. One location. One group of friends pushed their limits of sanity. It was great. It really made you think about some things, how how everything's connected. Oh, sure. How do you perceive your own reality? The film was really awesome. Being a, a investigator and being at Malvern uh, a couple times, uh, this really jived with a lot of experiences that I've had. What's that? Perception and stuff, just, you don't think of those things. <laughs> Very interesting. You're not allowed outside anymore. Watch the A Brush with Evil series, along with other Josh Heard documentaries. Go to joshherd.net. You will find books, documentary films, and of course, the ectoplasm show. joshherd.net. All right, peeps, we are back. With uh, brownies. We got some brownies and we coffee. Got coffee. Brownies and coffee. What do you think of that, Jason? Eat your heart out, Dr. Feelgood. <laughs> that brownie was good. It's not bad. No. Yeah. It's, no, it's good. Good. Pretty damn pretty damn good. Pretty damn tasty. All like right. Brownies with chocolate frosting on them. Yeah, yeah, dude. That's where it's at. Yeah, I like That's the ones they at. sell at the convenience store. <laughs> <laughs> that is where it's at. Yeah. So, uh, where? What is the next thing we're gonna hit on this? Jason? I think. I think we are going to. Let's see. Where uh, the biggest argument that I've seen, or the biggest gripe, is about gravity from these guys. And so, I wanted to hit that. Where is? This I don't know much start? about gravity, but uh, I bet they're gonna say some crap about that the center of the Earth and magnetic and. Yada, okay. Yada. I want to. I want to hear this. Let's see what they say. Hundred thousand miles, we would hardly experience temperature fluctuation as we do. This is uh, them ending another one here. Yeah. So here. What about gravity? Let me at gravity. Gravity is necessary in order for a spinning ball Earth to work. People readily believe that you can't fall off of a spinning ball that's darting through outer space at speeds that you can't even comprehend, yet they will deny how Pause much it. easier it is. <laughs> Pause it. <laughs> Cut it. Are they are they talking about the rotation of the Correct. earth when they say speed you can't comprehend? Correct. Or the fact that our solar system is moving through, moving around the galaxy. Well, maybe that's it. But honestly, I think they're talking about the actual rotation itself. Well, I don't think they've ever heard of of uh, the theory of relativity, right? 
<laughs> right. <laughs> so right. I mean, the Earth is moving at around nine hundred some miles an hour as far as rotation goes. Uh, the reason you don't jump up and land in a different place is because you yourself are moving at 900 miles per hour with it (laughs) (laughs) and and you couldn't jump you couldn't jump high enough uh, and hold yourself up in the air long enough to come down in a different spot so (sighs) dirty sons of bitches here we go i'm gonna keep this up to stay on a flat surface that doesn't move Gravity is a scapegoat for all that cannot be explained, and it has never been proven. The reason why things fall or float is because of density and buoyancy. If something is heavier than air, it falls. If it's lighter than air, it floats. Very straightforward. Your phone is denser than the air, therefore it falls when you drop it. Everything works because of density. No need to factor in imaginary components. That's called gravity. Quote, The law of gravitation is said by the advocates of the Newtonian system of astronomy to be the greatest discovery of science and the foundation of the whole of modern astronomy. If, therefore, it can be shown that gravitation is a pure assumption and an imagination of the mind only, that it has no existence outside of the brains of its expounders and advocates, the whole of the hypotheses of this modern so-called science fall to the ground as flat as the surface of the ocean. And this most exact of all sciences, this wonderful feat of the intellect, becomes at once the most ridiculous superstition and the most gigantic imposture to which ignorance and credulity could ever be exposed. Thomas Winship, Zetetic Cosmogony. Huh. <laughs> there you have it, buddy. There you got it. Right there. Ugh. I don't know what to say. I don't either. <laughs> so he says there is no gravity, and no. then he goes on to gravity explain not, gravity. Right. That's right. But gravity is a... No. It's Gravi- non-existent. Gravitational phenomenon has been, <laughs> uh, has been shown on... Other objects, too. Sure. Uh, everything has a gravitational field around it. Everything pulls objects to it. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Uh, the bigger the object, the higher its gravitational pull. The denser the object, the higher its gravitational pull. Sure. So it, as something as small as, uh, let's say, your cell phone. Right, because he used cell phone. Right, right. Your cell phone has a gravitational pull. Okay. Uh, it's just not big enough for us to feel it. Right. Right. Now nobody has an explanation of gravity, and I think they're taking. I think that they're taking advantage of the fact that our scientific, our, our current state of science hasn't figured out gravity. That's why it's so hard to to just throw this guy uh, for a loop on this one because gravitation, I mean, when he says gravity hasn't been proven, he's right, you know. uh, So, therefore, you can't make an argument towards it. But I do find it really suspect that he just, he says there is no gravity and then he says there is gravity without saying there is gravity. (laughs) 
I still think this is all fucking just crazy. I think it's all crazy. So, right here. This is the this is the question that I want to fucking see. Well, then who's responsible for the deception? Yeah, let's, let's hit it. Because this, to me, would be the, the meat and potatoes, so to speak, of, of everything, right? Yeah. Find this dirty son of a bitch. Here we go. Childs and many other international banksters, secret societies. International banksters and secret societies. As well as banksters. Jews, and especially Zionist Jews. They're making the frogs gr- gay. They rule over all the alphabet <laughs> agencies and government think tanks, including the NSA, CIA, FBI, Mossad, KGB, Roundtable, Committee of 300, Tavistock Institute, Lucius Trust Publishing, Bilderberg Group, and the Council of Foreign Relations, including representative government and legislation like the U.S. Presidency, Congress, and the Supreme Court. All right. The Jesuit order is said to have been established. Oh, and then he tops it off with the Jews. Showing that the Jews are behind some of the biggest hoaxes in history, including the Holocaust. Freemasons are also spread out all over the world to further the different agendas that serve this. I've had enough. I have had enough. Basically, everybody. Yeah. Everybody and their dog. Everybody and their Jew. Yep. is, (laughs) Is responsible for this. My God. (sighs) <sighs> so there's, Fuck, there's I should not answer. have cl- I should not have clicked on everybody that. buddy I should not have clicked on that <laughs> no. <laughs> no and I tell you like uh, it is it is amazing to me um I mean, he just basically said that uh the Holocaust was a, a figment of our imagination basically that never fucking happened it's yeah he's one of those said. guys I want to do an entire show just on that subject. That is a touchy subject, It buddy. is a touchy... Okay, but here's... Yeah, and I mentioned part of this to you out on the porch when we were... Well, I was enjoying a smoky treat. Mm-hmm. Um, this was whilst we were getting our, our coffee and brownies. Yeah. But, yeah, I want to get into that shit. Like, I want to do an entire show on that. And fuck yes, it's a touchy subject. But I think it's important. And I'm not going to try to like ruffle feathers or anything like that however like it's it's something that is important and needs to be talked about well i wish you and jason good luck on doing an episode on whether or not the holocaust was real and there's but i a lot would of say this i would say this yeah yeah it would be a lot easier for all of those institutions that he named off <laughs> to just and the jews yeah right and yeah it would be every a, organization. It would be a lot easier yes. to create a Holocaust hoax, right? Than it would be to say that the Earth is a sphere yeah, rather than yeah, flat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because the only evidence that you have, right, is firsthand accounts from soldiers. And remember, whoever wins the war writes the history books that has that has been a part of war since we've been able to write things down very true we've been able to go to war long before we could write things down right no matter how big or small the war is but that is true the winners do write the history books 
we've written in there that there was a Holocaust. I don't want to get too far into it, uh, but they do say that, you know, the, the, the Nazis never really killed any Jews. Yeah. That because the allies cut off the supply lines, the Jews who did die, which they say weren't very many at all, uh, okay. starved to death. Gotcha. But that is not the show we are doing today. <laughs> <laughs> the fact that no, the ma- but the, no, but, but uh, I get it. Yeah. But I only bring that up because I want to say that it would be a hell of a lot easier mm-hmm. if there was ne- if the Holocaust never happened. It would be a hell of a lot easier to say that there was a Holocaust and right. get everybody to believe it. Sure, than it would be to get everybody to believe or prove that the <laughs> Earth is round. Right, right. Which right. is which is what they are trying. to they're they're trying to say that the the hoax is that the earth is a sphere correct that is not easy to do not at all yet they've accomplished it <laughs> so <laughs> so here's here's why? the other question is yep. then yeah why the lie why the lie what is the agenda here Why the lie? Why the fuck you lying? Why you always lying? <laughs> That's not the song. Stop fucking lying. Always lying to me. You lying so much. Is this their answer? Why the lie and they play it? <laughs> their desire is go. to convince us that we are only one of a septillion other planets flying through infinite space. A septillion? Where do they get these numbers? A septillion has 24 zeros. They want us to think that we are nothing more than a cosmic accident caused by a big bang that took place 14 billion years ago. Again, where do they get these numbers? How one could draw that conclusion is unknown. They want us not to understand our origin and go on believing that life is meaningless. They want us to believe that alien life is real and that they created us. Look no further than ancient aliens for the propaganda. Do it. (laughs) He keeps asking, where do they get their numbers? Where do they get these numbers? Where are they getting the data? Yeah. I'm sure that if you ask the person that came up with those numbers, they tell you exactly how the fuck they came up with that. That that it <laughs> that it was a formula, but it was also based off of a best guess. Right, right. And he's acting like they're promoting it as fact. It's not fact. It they, cannot they, be fact. They wouldn't say it's fact right. because they don't really know. The the universe is infinite. Well, they weren't there to observe either. They you know don't say Yeah. Like they I mean, look, we have our galaxy. We have yeah. our solar system, which is part of a galaxy. Our galaxy is actually relatively small to some other galaxies that have been observed. Absolutely. Did you know this is an interesting fact? Yeah. That when two galaxies collide with each other, that it is uh, almost impossible for any two planets to collide during... A galaxy collision. I had not heard that. That that one galaxy would just swallow up the other galaxy without any planets or stars colliding so with in, each other. In because, essence, the one galaxy would just accept the other, mm-hmm. and then 
Yeah, because the planets are so far apart. Uh, okay. Yeah, they, I see what you're saying. Sure. That they would just kind of... I mean, I'm sure you would get some collisions, but but for yeah, the yeah. most part... That's when, interesting. Yeah, it has nothing to do with what we're saying here. No, I just but that's thought that that was, though, no. I just thought that that one sentence was way smarter than what this guy's saying. My other question right, here right. is, why does this guy sound like he just came over the southern border? I don't know. Like it sounds <laughs> to me almost like he's reading, though. Doesn't it sound like that? Like it might be just like reading a an no, answer it, that isn't necessarily his words. No, it sounds like he's about to say essay uh, <laughs> <laughs> and, and Holmes. Holmes. Hey, Holmes, where do they get their numbers, S.A.? <laughs> where do you get these numbers? <laughs> <laughs> so fucking, I've got one more here. Okay. What does it mean if the earth is flat? Now, I think we already kind of tackled this. It means, not, it means nothing. It's, it's kind of like if the moon blew up, it would mean nothing. Yeah. <laughs> No, we've done. Never mind. I'm not. We did do the moon blowing up. I'm not getting into any of that. (laughs) (laughs) It'd mean nothing. So here we go. Not to mention countless shows and movies they program us with. This isn't just about flat Earth versus round Earth. It's much bigger than that. Whatever they plan on doing needed the spherical Earth groundwork laid before they could proceed. They may either shock us with a fake alien invasion or a disclosure of the beings that have always been among us, passed off as life from distant galaxies. Who knows? Another reason to turn the Earth into a ball is to hide extra land. If this is a vast plain, and there are places past Antarctica, with more oceans and more land masses, then an easy way to get rid of them is to wrap our part of this plain around a ball, and make it seem as if there is nothing else and everything has already been discovered. This guy makes the me The globe so is full-fledged slavery for the inquiring mind. I'd like to be an explorer, like the Great Magellan. Oh, well, you're too late. There's really nothing left to explore. <laughs> Good movie reference. <laughs> what does it mean if the Earth is flat? It means that the origin of man is deliberately being covered up from us. Man, woman, child, you are being deceived on a massive scale. Flat Earth, enclosed Flat Earth, expansive plain Flat Earth, or even infinite plain Flat Earth with an infinite ceiling barrier, or possibly another plane of existence above us and below us. It means that this place was created, that you were designed, you were crafted, You are special and with purpose. A purpose being hidden from you on purpose. We are supposed to know our world and our reason for being. We've been swallowed whole by this economic fiat money system that... He he goes on like this for another 15 minutes, so I'm going to cut that right there. (laughs) I don't think he's going to explain it, otherwise he would have explained it in the first sentence. Right, right. Ugh. It means nothing. It means nothing. Which, when I say that, I mean that there's no motive. There's no right. motive right. to do it. If he wants to go on about a fiat currency, that makes sense. But you can have a fiat currency on a globe. Yeah. You don't have to have a flat <laughs> earth lie. Right. 
right? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it, it, it's so stupid. I mean, we have a fiat currency now. Whether our Earth is spherical or flat, it doesn't really matter. Sure. All these, the origin of man can be explained whether we're on a flat Earth or a sphere. It, I don't. He basically he's 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 freaking puking up like a mama bird. Right. All of these other conspiracies, which are interesting. Yeah, don't get me wrong, it is, but have nothing but... to do with whether or not the Earth is flat. Yeah. And he and he spews these out for the next fifteen minutes. It's just regurgitation, which you know would be good for our time. Right, because it might get us in, you know, up to a second hour here, but it, it, I just don't want to hear them, right? Because they're stupid. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, the thing is, is that during this week, I actually, the reason why, the real truth, the reason why I didn't do any research on this, yeah, and figured I'll just debunk this with my own common sense if right. I can. Sure, uh, it's not up to me to decide that; it's up to you, the listener. But uh, the reason I did that is because I listened to some of it, and it was just so god-awfully dumb right. that I was yeah. like, I don't need to research this. I really don't. It's tough. If dude. you have any type of analytical mind when it comes right. to this, right. and I'm saying that to a guy who hunts ghosts. Right. Okay? Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> you son of a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> but you're absolutely right. Oh, You're it's, absolutely right. It, it's insane. It, it, it's insane. <sighs> now, I want to start putting this bitch to bed here. So I want you, you said you had some beef or something with, with something that Dr. Feelgood and myself mentioned a week or two ago. Is that correct? Yes. And what, what, <laughs> and what was that? <laughs> you guys brought up artificial intelligence. Yeah. Automation, yeah, take over the planet, self-driving vehicles, uh, people losing their jobs. Right? Yeah, we did. We we mentioned that. Yeah. All right. This is my theory because you said because you said where's it go, where yeah. where's What's, it all going to go? Yeah, exactly. Where's the end game here? Right? Or yeah. will it ever stop? Okay, I, want, I don't know if I want to hear this. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to start off with a proto planet. Okay. Do you know what a proto planet Not is? Not a clue. Not a clue. <laughs> so it's a it's a planet that has life on it or the potential for life. But no but no animals, insects, okay. birds, right? Makes sense. I think so. I'm probably wrong. Protoplanet is probably a planet that is forming. Okay. Either way. Either way though, yeah. Let's go back. Forget I said protoplanet, because I might be wrong. Okay. I never claimed to be a genius. <laughs> okay. But, but let's go back to the primordial soup. Right? I like that. Okay. So we're back on Earth. Sure. Millions of years ago, billions of years ago, whatever. Primordial soup. What coalesced to create what we call life were minerals, proteins. Yeah. Stuff like that. Right. Right. And they created by coming together, they created the life that we know today on this planet. All the birds, all the insects, all the yeah. fish in the sea. Okay. Human beings. 
And if you believe in evolution, which I do, right? If you believe in evolution, you have to look around and you have to see all the things that man has created. Okay. Now, man isn't the only thing that on this planet that builds things, right? There's birds build nests, spiders build nests, webs, stuff like that. Okay. Right? Uh, but we build very sophisticated things. Right. And when we look around at it, we say that that, it, that thing is dead, right? It's Correct. man-made. Correct. It's beyond natural. Yep. I don't believe that at all. Okay. I believe everything that man creates, whether it's a, a road, you know, laying down pavement in front of your house, putting wires in the ground, uh, building Trump Tower. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I could have said the Empire State Building, whatever. Yeah, whatever. Whatever it is we build, a car, it's all not unnatural. Okay. Okay. It is... 100% natural. The reason I say that is because we use the materials given to us. Available to us. Available right. to us on this planet. Right. When you say given, it in it, it kind of says there's a God. So you, your terminology is better. Available, I get what you're saying. Available to sure, us. Sure, yeah. So the materials <laughs> available to us, we just take those materials and put them in a different form. Everything around you is natural. Your house is natural. The bricks it's made out of, the table, the computer, you know, the, your computer is just made of glass, and glass is nothing but sand, right? right. Plastics right. are just oil that we've pulled up out of the ground, yeah. right? Uh, chemicals, the chemicals we use. I mean, you know, you look at a look at like uh, hydrochloric acid and you go, oh, that's man-made. Well, it's naturally occurring. Right. You know, the batteries in your Tesla automobile right. come from materials we mined out of the ground. Sure. So if you believe that everything that we've created is natural, you have to think that we are evolving. But what are we evolving into? Oh, I say fuck. we're not evolving into anything. I, I do agree what? that we are evolving. We're However, getting what? smarter. Right. Right? And but. we may lose hair, and maybe we we will um, uh, evolve into something else. But what I'm saying is, is in the faster course uh -huh. of time, right, in a shorter period of time, right, we are going to take the things that we create, and those things are going to evolve faster because we are Look creating at exactly. Look at how fast we are creating exactly these and technologies. Yes. And artificial intelligence, which by the way is not artificial intelligence, right? You would be surprised how rudimentary yeah. artificial intelligence really is right now. Right. 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 Uh it, they can impress you with certain software or robots that you can have a conversation with. Yeah, but I think some of those answers may be pre-programmed as well. I, well, even if they're not pre-programmed, even if, even if uh, a computer is designed to learn, it's only designed to learn one skill. Got it. Right? Now, imagine you were talking about chess. Chess, yeah, the game of chess. 
that chess is nothing but a glorified version of tic-tac-toe. Right. Right. But in a matter of four hours, learning the game, mm-hmm. like at the very simplest of levels, and then mastering it. Like that's impressive to me. Okay, but I would re- I would be more impressed mm-hmm. if a machine were able to master the game of poker. Okay, like like Texas Hold'em and tells on people's faces. Exactly. Yeah, a com- the, you can build a computer that can learn how to play chess, but right. you can't right. build a computer right. N- and you can build a computer to play Texas Hold'em. Sure. Right, because there are rules. Right. So but, it's kind of like the Matrix, you know. It's but, like there are rules. But playing on one of the uh, thousands of gambling uh, websites that are out there, as opposed to sitting at a table uh, at a Harris Casino, mm-hmm. is night and fucking day. Look, you sit down at a poker table and you wheel in Big Blue, okay. right, or Deep Blue, okay, to play Texas Hold'em, and you're gonna. You're going to beat him in the long run. Sure. He cannot beat you. Chess is a different thing because it is mathematical. There are exactly. so many, you, there's only so many different moves. And but chess, very calculated moves. And yes. chess is not really designed to psych out the other player. No. You know, you either read what's going on on the table or you misread it, and that is how you... It, it's kind of like playing golf. Right. You're playing against yourself. Exactly. Right? Yeah. That's how you beat somebody at chess. That's how Deep Blue beats somebody at chess, because that person is missing what's going on. and It can't see as many moves ahead as Deep Blue can. Got but it. that's not impressive. Right. However, what I am going to say is that they, these machines... They are evolving because we are making them better. Now, we were never designed, right? If you, and I'm not saying we were designed, right? But we will never evolve far enough Uh to be able to survive in space. Okay. Star Trek is not going to happen. I'm sorry to disappoint you people. Sorry, guys. We are not going to have (laughs) starships flying through space with human beings on them. Sorry, guys. And here's why. Because by that time, everything will be autonomous. Yes. Right? Yes. Look, they want to build autonomous cars. Yeah. I'm all about that shit. And put people in them and move them from point A to point B. Yeah. But they also want to build autonomous trucks that move freight from one place to the other. And they want to get rid of the driver. Which means you're out of a fucking job. I won't be, but the next guy who's born after me will. Right, okay. No, I see what you're saying, but yeah. But eventually they want to get rid of the driver. There's not going to be any reason to have Captain Picard and number one yeah. and Spock and Captain Kirk out in so... outer space flying around. There's no reason for it because right. we can send a ship to get as much information as we want in into interstellar space and bring that information back. Right. We don't need to go. And, again, we weren't designed to live in outer space, even if we could create the systems to live in a box that's flying through space. It's impractical, right? Right. Humans need food. They need water. They need resources. Fucking sunlight. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. Yeah. So I think, right, I think that we 
are the catalyst. Oh, man. We are the catalyst to a new form of life. Yeah. That new form of life are going to be the things we are creating. And, and just like those proteins that coalesced together in the primordial ooze that created us. Yeah. And the purpose of that was to populate the planet, right? Sure. So, so we're proteins. We're going to create this bean, and this, these beans are going to go out and populate the planet, which we did. And now we are going to create these beans, these technological beans that can survive in outer space. And it will be their job to go out from our, us, which is going to be their primordial ooze. We Shit. are their primordial ooze. We're the ooze. And they're going to go out and populate interstellar space. Son of a bitch. And so you're going to, and, and because we can't do it. Right, right. But now I pose the question. You know, if if we are just simply here, now I say this in a grand, broad stroke fucking fashion here, but if we are simply here to uh, learn how to create, build upon that creation, and continue forward with all of this technological advancement, right? Mm -hmm. Over and over and over again. Why do we spend so much time fighting, fucking, loving, hating, all of that like what what is the what is the purpose of that of the human condition like what the fuck is the point of that every war in existence has either had to do with sex or resources the resources to build the things right look a lot of places on this planet we we've gone to war with people who had resources that weren't doing anything with them sure Right. Yeah. Fuck yeah. And that's what I'm talking about. We go and get the resources in order to create for what or by these new beans, whatever means necessary. We're going to get that shit. Yeah. Look, uh, people say, well, why do we go into the Middle East to take their oil? Why (laughs) do we go into Iraq just to take their oil? We don't need their oil. Yes, people, we do need their oil. (laughs) We need their oil because it is nature that drives us to go and gather resources right. and use those resources to build the things that we build. And if you ask me as far as technology, AI, and what I'm talking about, we need those resources to continue to build the next evolution of life. Sure. And we are doing it naturally. And it's hard to look and see uh, man's nature like what is my nature why am I here why was I created right why do we live on this planet it can be a simple answer it can be a very complicated answer um, I say that the answer to that question is to create the life that is going to be necessary to go That's out so and populate interstellar space and uh, we are unimportant we're important enough to say we have to coalesce to create that life. Right. But as far as populating the universe, we're not, that's not our goal. Yeah. Our goal is to create the beans to go out and populate interstellar space. Right. And you need a super smart, fast learning, uh, being that can survive in a vacuum Right? Very much so. 
you need that kind of being to do that. And we're not it. And if the universe is natural and we are part of the nature of things, the nature of things is to evolve, right? And just like those, pro- we had nothing to do with the proteins. Right. Did the proteins know they were making us? Did the proteins know they were making rats? Did the proteins know they were making garden spiders? No. Right. But right. they did what they had to do in order to create those things, which then went out, did populated the earth and did to the earth what was necessary in order to create the next step, which would be the beings that will leave this planet and go out and populate the universe. And beyond that, I don't know, but I do believe that's next step and that is where it's going. And, uh, your life is meaningless. Sleep well, everybody. <laughs> Your fucking life is meaningless. I love it. But it's true, though. If you look at it from that perspective and that scope, you're absolutely right. I it, think so. It Otherwise, fucking, I wouldn't have said it. Right, but it would be fucking meaningless. However, I don't know, man. Like, it's hard for me. Like, I see what you're saying. Absolutely, I see what you're saying. It's hard for me um, because now I think... Okay, where does the idea of God fit into all of that, right? Um, creationism. Where does it fall, fall into that? And then what would be God to this new, this new populace of creation of whatever it is that we ultimately then are, are the antecedent of? Look, if I were to explain God... It'd be very hard. So right. I'm going to take a crack at it, though. <laughs> God to me, okay. God to me is all the life forms around us. So if you if you take my example of what I was saying about these these little proton or these little proteins swimming around in the ocean that came together to create all yeah. the life on the planet, those proteins are everywhere. Yeah. The the building blocks of life are everywhere. Right. Not just on this planet. Right. But all throughout the universe. Mm-hmm. That is God. And when it created the life, what we call life, which is right. us what, and yeah. everything else on this planet yep. that can walk or crawl. Right? Right. Which by the way, William Money killed just about anything that could walk or crawl at one time, if you get that reference. I don't. That's from Unforgiven. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> one of the greatest Westerns of all time. Uh, all the things that can walk or crawl were created by these these building blocks of life. The building blocks of life is God mm-hmm. to us. Sure. And we look down at those building blocks and we go, sure, there they are. Look what they're doing. They're kind of just doing things. Right. Who gives a shit, right? But they they really, other than l- being looked at through a microscope and then being written down to say that they exist and that they're there, we really don't pay them much mind. True. But they are what created us. Right. And that, I say, is God. I see what you're saying. And when these 
interstellar, you know, a million years from now, right. when these interstellar beings have populated the universe, not the universe, the galaxy, yeah, let's say, when they've populated the galaxy and they're looking back, they might see us or we may not exist anymore. Exactly. But let's just say that they do see us, right? If they see us, they're going to say the same thing we say about these proteins. They're going to say, how quaint, <laughs> right? <laughs> and you're and, adorable. And when they do, and when they do, right, right, when they do, they're not going to pay us any mind. They're not going to. They're not going to realize that we are their god. You see, they do. They might have another god, right? And, and maybe right. those things that that we create. Will go out, populate the galaxy, and then they will create, because there's a big difference between the space uh-huh. that 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 is in our galaxy and the blackness of outer space beyond our galaxy or between galaxies. Sure, Google it. <laughs> I'm not going to explain it, it here, sure. but there is a difference between that space. I mean, right. they cover it in a Star Trek episode when they take the Enterprise out into the black void. So right. we're talking like outside deep, of the deep space, deep, deep space outside of our galaxy. OK, maybe those machines can't survive there. So those machines build other machines, other machines or potentially beans, whatever you want to call them, machines, beans, whatever. They build new ones that can go out into the blackness between galaxies. Right. Right. Dude, my dog is like totally just all up on you right now. I love you, dog. <laughs> Buddy is all up in your shit right now. <laughs> He's he, an awesome dog. Like he just ran up the steps and ran directly to you and just jumped up on you. He was like, love me. Fucking love me. That is outstanding. My God. So that's that's my answer to where's it all going. <sighs> and I was... I see it, though. Like, I can fucking see it. You know what I'm saying? Like, uh, I don't know, man. I guess I never, I never thought that far. Like, what if we are almost, in essence, creating, like you're saying, like, we will never populate or inhabit another world or another planet. Um, I don't think so. However, because, like, look at like look at the planets that we do know in mm-hmm. existence. They're some of the most inhospitable fucking environments that you could possibly fathom. Mm-hmm. Terrible, terrible things. Um so, yeah, we're most likely not going to be able to fucking do that at all. But it's not that far-fetched that we would then create something that could go and inhabit over here, learn more, gather more information. Now, I'm talking very basic um, uh, very basic things right now. Mm-hmm. You know, you're talking hundreds, if not thousands of years into the future here. Maybe. Yeah. Look at how fast it's, it's That's true. coming to an yeah, end. Look, yeah, yeah. I mean, I do kind of poo-poo. But, I mean, we already have rovers and things of that nature on Mars. I mean, yeah, gathering information. But they're remote-controlled. Correct. I'm poo-pooing on the AI because AI is rudimentary right now. For now. It's nothing to be afraid of. Eventually, we will create (laughs) something that we should be afraid of. But I don't think it's going to happen anytime soon. Right. Because in order to have a true AI, you have to have somebody, you have to have something that can look at something. Yeah. 
and figure out the meaning of it. Not just learn the steps involved in utilizing an object, but it also has to look at something and contemplate the meaning of it. And and, and you're you're talking about a deep thought process right there. That's deep, fucking deeper deep. than deep blue. Okay? This is, yeah, that's just it, man. Like that is a deep and, and, thought process. And look, you can you can have all the parlor tricks you want. You can create a robot, fill it with what you call AI. an AI. Right. Have somebody walk up and ask it some questions. Right. And, and it might give you some pre-programmed answers. It might give you answers that it learned were the best answers. Right. You, okay. You know, because you can sit. Remember Microsoft? I think it was Microsoft came out with that one thing, that internet thing, and you could go to it and it would learn answers to questions based off of conversations it had with people all over the world. Shit. Right. And within 15 minutes, it became a racist, a neo Nazi. Wow. Right. But well, but that was because people were feeding it. Oh. This information. Okay. It was okay. a it was a racist Nazi and people oh were feeding God. it those answers, oh right? God. So in the very beginning you could say, you know, what do you think of black people? Right. And it would say, Black people are great. Fifteen minutes later though It's gonna say yeah. Somebody wow. was in there feeding it, you know, black people suck. And so when you say, What do you think of black people? Black people suck. Because that's what it learned. Yeah. So you can have a machine that learns through conversation wow. different answers. But it has to be isolated in the beginning. Right. So the guy who creates it and maybe his staff go in and have conversations with that particular, what they're calling AI, right. to because ask it, it a bunch of questions, right. give it answers that you want to give it. You because know. This, this machine would have yeah. no prior knowledge to slavery. This would have no prior knowledge to the civil rights movement, for example. You know, like uh, just going back to your black example, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it's interesting, but it, but it's all based off of something being fed to it. Exactly. Here's what something. I'm talking about is an an artificial intelligence that can that can look at a subject, no matter what it is, Study. and find a deeper meaning than that's a pencil. Got it. Or that is uh, a computer. Or, or I'm feeling good today. Okay. What does it mean to feel good, right? Or what does it mean to have a bad day? That could you comprehend those fucking thoughts though? As, as artificial intelligence, could you comprehend what it feels like to feel good, to you, be in love? You could to feel hatred. You, you know, c- you could, but your programming and the and the hardware that cre- that makes you. Uh, what you are as an artificial being, and I say artificial loosely because I don't think that it's see, artificial. But those are the things that make us us. Like that is the human condition right there. You know, like that to me is what makes a human a human. Is is all of these multiple levels of of feelings and emotions. Yeah, but do you really know how simple we are? Oh, fuck me. Yeah, of course. I mean, every everything about you is nothing but a chemical reaction. Right. Exactly. Chemical reaction within a bath of electricity. I mean, let's be honest here, it's more imbalanced than anything, <laughs> but yeah. <laughs> so if you break down exactly what it takes to have your thoughts, it's not that complicated. Sure. 
but it's complicated enough to where we can't do it yet. We can't recreate that in a quote-unquote artificial way. But once we're able to, once we're able to do that, right, which will be a long time from now. I don't think it's happening now. We would have to do a lot more research just on the workings and inner workings of the brain itself. But the but the thing about this is we can already create a computer that can that can learn how to play chess as an expert in fifteen minutes. Right, dude. Now a human being cannot do that. Fuck no. Only a machine could, and that is the part that impresses us. Yeah. Until you realize that chess only it's has just, so many different moves. Right. Right? Yeah. yeah and absolutely. that this machine can look at where the pieces are and analyze the next best possible move very shortly. Sure. Right? We can't do that. And that is what it's going to take. When you combine the speed of thought, yeah. right? The speed of coming up with an answer and the ability to store to have a photographic memory to store that some humans can do it absolutely right yeah. like that guy that can spew out the number pi out yeah. to like the the thousandth number sure right but the fact of the matter is that computer can spit it out to the millionth number right you know right. and and that's the thing when you combine that with actual real intelligence, intelligence. the intelligence i'm kind of talking about right that's when you've created that being that can then go out into the universe and populate the, the, the galaxy. Sure. And leave this planet behind. And we don't need to go with him. We say, go to Mars and mine up all the gold and minerals in Mars and yeah. go out to other planets and mine all that up and then bring it back to us. Sure. That's the way it's going to start. And then eventually they're just going to be like, well, we don't need you anymore. And they're just going to go out into the galaxy. And they're just going to do, yeah. And populate the galaxy. And they're going to forget all about us. Just like we forgot all about that little protein swimming around in the ocean. Right. You know? Absolutely. So that's where I think it's going. That's the insane. answer to your question. I love that, though. You guys didn't go deep enough. I'd like to go deep. <laughs> I'm just saying. Like, it's... It's fascinating to me. It really is. I love that shit. I absolutely love that shit. We need to talk more about things like that. Well, we're not, because I'm not taking Jason's job. <laughs> <laughs> now the cat's out of the bag. You had to wait till the end of the episode to hear that, right? Yeah. <laughs> I'm not, I'm not going to be taking Jason's job. I don't have time for this bull crap. But now, are, are Monday nights like generally your night off or your day off or what have you? Is that generally, or is that just this week specifically? Generally. Okay. Generally. So we should do more of this. We could, but, you know, I went out and bought a new truck. I showed it to you tonight. Yeah, fuck yeah, it's a nice truck. And it takes a lot of diesel fuel to get yeah. from where I live to I understand here. that. I understand that. Yeah. I get really good mileage on my uh, car, which is also a diesel. Really good mileage. Like, to the point where I could literally come to your house, pick you up even, <laughs> drive you down here. And then take me and back. And then take you back. And still not use as like much cheap, diesel like as a, my truck right. does. It's like a cheap little whore. Like I like pick you up and just like use yeah. you and then drop you off. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but I'm not taking Jason's job. So Jason has nothing to worry about. <laughs> so Jason, if you are listening, pal, your job is safe. But I do want you to enjoy this episode. That's right. You know, that's I the least it. you can do since you weren't here. <laughs> We do need to do this. And I, again, like, 
and doing this episode gave me ideas, at least five or six different ideas for other shows. Yeah. Like you talk about like going deeper and things of that nature. Like I have go ideas. deep. Go deep. Yeah. I have ideas like crazy ideas now. Um, obviously, we we talked about a little bit during uh, my little smoke break there. We we talked about um, like the JFK documents that were just recently released and all that. I'd like to get into that shit a lot more. Uh, I again, I'd like to do the whole uh, the Holocaust episode. Now, like you said, it's going to ruffle some feathers, probably, most likely, but I think it's important. I think we're going to do it. It's all important. It is. Hot it is. damn it. I think so, too. Now, if you like this episode, you guys have a Patreon? We do, indeed. What's your Patreon? Couldn't tell you if I tried. That's Jason's job. It is Jason's job. Jason. However, if you go to Patreon, uh, it's Ectoplasm Show. At so Patreon. At Patreon. Correct. So go check that out and all that fun jazz. Hey, how do you... Explain the process for putting in a review. Is it only through iTunes? No, um, people can leave a review um, pretty much wherever they are getting this content. So whether that be from Podbean itself, uh, iTunes, Stitcher, uh, things like that. I think we're even on Google Play. Uh, people are able to to leave a review. Well, uh, now, what about my is. phone right now? Yeah, I am on an Android phone. Okay. And I listen to the Ectoplasm Show on Podcast Addict. Podcast Addict. And I'm pulling it up right now, Ectoplasm Show, and clicking on that episode. Sure. And I do not see... There's not a place to leave a review? Wait. There's a little star at the top. You should click every star that's available. No, that just means that you put it in your favorites. (laughs) Ah, I see. Damn it. See, there's no place to leave a review. And it is ridiculous. And I looked, I could, when it, when I went to iTunes, yeah, to look at the reviews. Uh-huh. They were old reviews from when I was on the podcast. Get out of here. I'm telling you. Really? And and I don't have an iPhone, so it's not going to take me to the actual uh, podcast app that comes from Apple. I see what you're saying. Right, right, right. And I'm not. I don't have iTunes itself, so I had to go to the web page. The web page. The the web page for iTunes, and those. That's where I saw the reviews. Interesting. And I know that Jason reads reviews when they come on. I'm wondering where he's getting his reviews. And if I don't know as a listener, then your other listeners probably don't know either. Well, I do know that if you just go to, like if you are on iTunes, for example, there is a place like specifically on that app to leave, you can leave a review right there. If you're, if you have an iPhone, um, not everybody has an iPhone. And I bet, on, I bet there's people out there that would love to give you a review. You think so? Or a score, but they're not doing it because they are not you are not giving up. <laughs> <laughs> the right information on how to do those reviews. So if you just go to like the Ectoplasm Show, for example, on iTunes, and then you go, there's details, there's ratings and review, and then click other on shows that. that are related. So here. Now we can. Ah, okay. So customer reviews, and then you can write a Now wait a minute, though. That is in iTunes. Go to the web page. See, I didn't even realize there was a web page. You have to have iTunes to look at what you're looking at. Right so what now. is the web page? I'm then? fighting for you, the listener, right I- now. iTunes.com? Is that what it is or yeah. what? Okay. 
I don't know if I've ever been to this website, my friend. This is a problem. So, okay, so here. We're just going to go to search. Search ectoplasm. We'll do that. Ectoplasm. Ectogasm. Search iTunes. Now it's connecting. Don't open. I'm not going to open the actual iTunes app. It says if you don't have iTunes, download it for free. Yeah, so basically what it's going to do is it's going to ask you to download iTunes. Okay, but I've but I've I've been there. I have not. I have not. But I do I can see here that we are my god, we're at 47 ratings. That's pretty good. Not bad. Not bad. Good stuff. December 8th. This would be a new one. Love the show as a fellow Iowan. I understand the internet problem, and I don't think there is enough swearing. Keep it up, guys. That is from PGZ509. PGZ, I like to cut your jib. I like that. That was left just a couple days ago. So thank you for that. I appreciate that. Hell yes. Oh, that, you got a new? We did. We got a new one. We got a new one on there. That's awesome. Yeah. I'm excited. Happy for us. All right. Pretty good stuff. Okay. Well, I, it's not pulling up for me right now. It's not pulling it up? But I did pull it up the other day, and there is a page on the website for the ectoplasm show. Okay. But it it uh, it just had some old reviews. But apparently, Damn. in order to put a review, you have to have iTunes. I see. Not everybody has iTunes. Yeah. I don't have iTunes. Well, I use and I Podcast do know, Static. Yep. And I do know that, like, on Podbean, for example, uh, Podbean is... You, people are able to leave uh, ratings and reviews as well. The other ones I'm not too familiar with, to be quite honest with you. Yeah. Because there's just so goddamn many of them now. Like, podcasting is, like, the new fucking thing because anybody can do it. You know, like, even even on your phone, you could put in your, your earbuds or whatever and just every, fucking record. Every, everybody can do it, but not Fuck everybody yeah. Can do it right now. I get that. I've heard some pretty bad. Oh yeah, absolutely. I have as well. I have as well. But yeah, I mean, it's it's pretty cool. Like how if if you have an idea, you can just put it out there. Okay, so everybody, look. Yeah. Just for this episode, go and download iTunes. Yes. And populate your phone or computer with a piece of software you don't want <laughs> and then use that piece of software to find the ectoplasm page for <laughs> iTunes. Yes, do and, that. And give these guys a five-star rating. That'd be great. If you are inclined, give them a review. I think that ectoplasm, the ectoplasm show is going to pay each person $5. <laughs> is that what it to is? To write Actually, write a review. Shit, man. No, I'm just kidding. Yeah, I'm going to go broke. <laughs> <laughs> That's good stuff, though. No, but they deserve it. They deserve it. I do appreciate that. Well, this is all your brainchild, sir. This is like everything. Like, do you realize 
We are on episode 234 right now. This is 234 episodes deep of what you started. Like, this is all you. Yeah, I'm pretty proud of you. Yeah, I don't think it's all me, shit. though. You're the one that did it. Well, I'm just saying, though, this is your brainchild. You're the one that comes in every week and does yeah. the show. I don't, I don't do that. Yeah, well, fuck. So how much credit do I really get? I mean, you get the majority of the credit. Myron's also the guy that came up with the logo with the cute little Slimer and all that fun stuff. Yeah. <laughs> like, that's all Myron as well. So... I didn't make it from scratch. I mean, it is just saying. Uh, it is just a, a character off of a movie. Just saying. <laughs> I mean, I drew it, but it's good sauce. But look, does Steve Wozniak get any credit for Apple today? I don't know. No, Not just really. Steve Jobs. Just Steve Jobs. Yeah, yeah. Same thing with you, buddy. <laughs> You're Steve Jobs. It. I'm Steve Wozniak. I would love to have the brain of Steve Jobs. I would love that. How fucking crazy brilliant that man was. Crazy, insane, brilliant. I don't think he was brilliant at all. I think he was super brilliant. I think he was forward-thinking, most importantly. I think he was able to see five, ten years into the future where nobody else was really looking five to ten months into No, the I just think he was an asshole. Yeah, a lot of people would agree with you. Yeah. But I think that's also what it takes. <laughs> like Seriously, like you're going to have to step on some toes. You're going to have to ruffle some feathers and piss a lot of people off. Look, I don't disagree with the fact that he did a hell of a lot better than his partner, Steve Wozniak. I'll agree right? with that, yeah. I sure. mean, Steve, after Apple, Steve Wozniak went on to do almost nothing. Right, right. Didn't he do some stuff for Chuck E. Cheese or something? <laughs> or was that the Atari guy? That, that, was, that, was, that was the Atari guy. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I mean, he really went on to do nothing. No, I get that you. significant. Right, I mean, he did right. some good stuff, but nothing that significant. Sure. So in that respect, Steve Jobs did do a better job than Wozniak. But yeah, I really think we're rambling and digressing. I here. think it's fine, though. I think it's fine. But yeah, you're probably right. We should probably wrap up the show. But I mean, yeah. good God, man, we we're rocking the better part of uh, two and a half hours here. I know, but, there, but you know, it's it's a thing like you can listen to Joe Rogan for three hours. Fuck yeah. Very easily. I love that guy. As long as he's not talking about MMA the whole freaking time. Yeah, that gets yeah, that gets that gets rough. But us, I mean, we're pretty likable motherfuckers. Well, we're, you are. We're pretty woke. I think there's some people <laughs> hating on me today. You think so? I bet there's some listeners out there. That I don't know. Are not digging what I'm uh, shoveling. I right? think that's. I think that's what is so cool about it, though. I don't think they're licking what I'm dripping. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> I like that. I'm using that. <laughs> All right, peeps. Well, we are going to let you go. Myron, thank you very much for joining us, and we, we have to have you back soon so we can talk some, some more crazy shit. And remember, if you're a flat earth earther, yeah. fuck you. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> you know, I got yelled at for fucking Bigfoot rape. You know, I got yelled at for that. If you're a flat earther, <laughs> I hope Bigfoot you. rapes you. There it is. There it is. <laughs> now we've thoroughly pissed everybody off, right? <laughs> this will be great. All right, guys. I hope you have a great rest of your day and your week. Have an awesome weekend, and we will talk to you all very soon. Peace out. 